BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. And just frothing as always to bring you this one. Uh, we are joined in the studio today by the now legendary Mike Sleater. Uh, we kind of always do one of these little, uh, these little supercross, you know, bench race kind of, uh, shows right before the season. Um, we did one last year anyway, it was really good. So we thought we'd do another one this year. Um, I've been a bit quiet. I've, uh, I've actually been in Dubai for the month, basically went there for F1. Um, and yeah, just, just come back for Chrissy. Um, so yeah, sorry, sorry for a bit of a, a hiatus. Going to try and bust out a few shows though, before the new year is done, really send off 2022 in the right way. Um, Slate is a G, uh, you love him on this podcast. I love him on this podcast. And, um, I think that, uh, you'll enjoy this one. Today's episode is sponsored, uh, brought to you by our favorite producers of ball trimmers, Manscaped, the global leaders in below the waist grooming, are leaving 2022 with a clear mind and clear balls. And Manscapes wants to help you do the same with this special offer. Just use the code GYPSYGANG for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Take the leap into the new year and join the 7 million men who already trust Manscaped. Now, when we first started doing the podcast, uh, and I can't take all of this credit, uh, but it was 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. So these guys are growing at a crazy rate for a reason. They just make this whole process of taking care of your uh, the old twig and berries. They just make the whole process super, super easy. 2023 is well on its way and the last thing you want to be is the guy with pubes getting in the way of making it your best year yet. That's why you need the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. It's the leader of the Performance Package 4.0 or as I call it, the perfect package for your package. Manscaped has engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredible comfortable grooming experience. This new year, shave the loose pines off your wood with the best tool for the job, their signature lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped, and it's here to take down every pube in its path. Uh, it's not just the pubes that you're going to deal with. It's that nose and ear hair. Uh, Manscaped has you covered there with their weed whacker. Uh, that's an absolute game changer as well. And, it, you know, this this package really just going to leave you rolling into 2023 to just be the king that you are. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff that comes in this package that keeps you looking and smelling and feeling good down there. Uh, 
And if you get the hygiene bundle, it comes with not one, but two free gifts. Uh, one of those being a super comfy manscaped anti-chafing boxes uh, and the travel bag that you will store everything in. Uh, and I've actually been using that travel package uh, quite a bit this year. So all of this is available now at manscaped.com and you just use the code gypsygang for 20% off plus free shipping Again, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code gypsygang. Uh, I'm all in on confidence and smelling good this new year, uh, and you can join me with Manscaped. We are also brought to you by the guys at SSRV Rentals, uh, a new sponsor for us, but this is going to come in handy for anybody who is racing in uh, in Southern California, um, most of that Southern California region, actually, and this is probably what we're going to be using at World Vets. We talk about that a little bit uh, at the end of the podcast. But SSRV are a full delivery uh, and setup trailer, um, travel trailer rental agency. And they like to say they're more than a travel trailer rental company. They are your most valuable resource. Now, these guys will deliver uh, in almost any of your California locations. Um, we're talking about places like Glamis, Johnson Valley, Stoddard Wells, Pirates Cove, uh, and all of the SoCal motocross tracks. Uh, some of the tracks regularly allow overnight camping, um, and a lot of them do definitely when there's races. So I think uh, the easiest thing that you can do for one of those big weekends, whether it's like a day in the dirt or like a world vets, um, is call the guys at SSRV Rental. They basically just bring you the uh, the RV ready to rip and then take it away so you don't have to deal with uh, like fucking registering your own trailer and towing the thing, reversing it in, finding the spot, any of that. These guys, um, these guys take it. Uh, just take it there and do all of the hard work for you. Uh, the units are always delivered fully self-contained with water, power, uh, and of course the holding tanks for hygiene purposes. So any client of SSRV literally have to arrive and just enjoy their unit. Um, they're also fully rigged out with most household items uh, that they would probably have packed um, if these guys hadn't already done it for you. So you can get onto them at SS rvrentals.com or on their direct line 928-916-9988 again that's 928-916-9988 i'm definitely excited to uh to be trying out these guys services for myself uh here very shortly we're also brought to you by the guys at mx store you can head to mxstore.com.au for all of your dirt bikes parts and accessories uh, you already know that's our go-to shop. Congratulations to that team as well um, for just a really, really solid 2022. Um, I think one of the things that I've always enjoyed about working with the guys at MX Store is the way that they're just down to help out grassroots racing. Obviously, Sleater is uh, a massive part of that program. Um, but yeah, events like Battle in the Bush, the 125 Cup, um, these guys really put their money where their mouth is when it comes to um, building up the industry. So Support the guys that support you by shopping at mxstore.com.au. Uh, same day shipping on orders before 2 p.m. Uh, and a bunch of stocking stuff is there for Christmas as well. We're also brought to you by the guys at Crush Oz, crushoz.com. Uh, you can actually go to our Instagram right now and you can go a few little reels down and you'll see a video of me washing me bike. Uh, we're actually giving away 
we've got three winners left. So you definitely still have time if you follow us on Instagram at Gypsy Tales Podcast. Uh, go and find that. Leave a comment uh, and just basically rat out your dirtiest mate. Uh, and that is going to give you the chance to uh, to win one of their awesome bike care buckets, which is the product that I recommend when I do these ads. Uh, we've already given away four uh, and we've got six more left to, to give away. So um, there you go. That's that's your Crush that's your crush Oz ad. You can actually win some of the stuff. Uh, but if you don't win, go to CrushOz.com. I always recommend the bike care bucket. Uh, kind of just get you in the whole ecosystem, get you a bunch of tools to wash your bike. Um, and then you'll obviously love the product and then you can kind of order on from there. We're also brought to you by the guys at Fist Handwear. Chapter 20 has just dropped and uh, it's awesome as per usual. You can head to fisthandwear.com. The code Gypsy Gang is going to get you 15% off there. That code is also going to work at Rival Inc. Design Co. You can head to rivalinkdesignco.com. Uh, they've also got their new showroom, which is epic. Uh, if you're on the Gold Coast, you can check that out. Uh, but those guys are the leader in the graphics game. Anything that's decorative, um, anything that's aesthetic that you can do to your bike, Rival Inc. has you covered. Uh, and last but not least, the legends at Tropical Auto Group in Rockhampton. You can head to tropicalautogroup.com.au. Reach out to those guys. Ask for Kyle. He's been helping us out for a long time when it comes to our vehicles. He's a moto dude through and through. Uh, so if he knows that it's for a bike, you're probably going to get a deal. Uh, so just drop the whole Gypsy Gang thing and uh, he is definitely going to look after you if you're looking for a new or used car. Uh, again, that's tropicalautogroup.com.au. That's it for the ads. Uh, appreciate everyone listening. Let's, uh, let's try and bust out a couple more of these before the end of the year. From the gang sounds like it might be the dingy one talk for me check check mate check check uh, nah i'm tripping maybe it's just because i haven't fucking been in here for a month <laughs> fucking dubai that's okay i wouldn't say bucket list but i'd be intrigued to go like mm. i'd be intrigued to like yeah it's definitely like what do what would i go there like take the motor thing what would i go there from a tourist perspective to see Dude, just seeing that city is pretty insane. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen the building that's there? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've watched. I watched how they built like that out and circle, and the inf- I've seen something. Like yeah, that. yeah. Dude, go just Google. Um, is oh, is everything we good? Google Burj Khalifa. Ah, uh, B U R J space. B U R J space there cool. yeah there it is this thing is like just insane man it's probably when you're not in the city and you're looking at the city thing? i don't know how tall it actually is what's that one say fuck go go so to wikipedia is, is, is it all oil is it all oil money nah so apparently they ran out of oil or not like ran out of oil but they've de- been diversifying away from oil since like the 70s basically okay so where's where's the money come from it's dude apparently a third of their gdp is uh emirates wow yeah because it's the place that pretty much everyone flies in and out of that's kind of like the thinking behind it is it's like it's this place where literally everyone you, you fly it's a hub to do, yeah it's a it's never the thought new, of it that way. yeah it's like the new like chicago London. yeah it's yeah chicago of of like the u.s kind of thing people think la's airport's big it's actually one of the smaller ones because yeah. you you've, your destination's there yeah unless you're going to hawaii or 
fucking Oz from North Carolina, right? Yeah. But like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so for me, the two times that I went away this year, I flew to Dubai both times. So it's just where everyone kind of, everyone That's goes. Cool, man. Yeah. But like, how tall is this thing? So it's 2,700 feet. Dude, it almost gets snow on the top. Yeah, it's... And when you're when you're in, because I mean, obviously there's a bunch of big, um, there's a bunch of big buildings and stuff around, like the in the city. But then when you're away from the city, it literally looks twice as tall as everything else. Yeah, it's fucking wild. But yeah, like it's a super cool place. The malls are insane. Like I went snowboarding on one of the one of the days. There's like a full snow ski thing in. The, was it like a bunny slope that you used to snowboard? No, it was like it was like i'll show you a picture of the, the lifts and stuff like it wasn't it wasn't a no, super like long like, run but it was like you snowboarded during the middle of summer yeah yeah well, in the it's middle winter East. there yeah oh dude they keep it it was like negative five degrees or something let me find a picture of the, of the thing i got a couple of cool pictures like that's the did you see the video i put on my story of the track dude, that see that would be the Shit ever. Dude, it was crazy. I, I rode practice. They had a race there the other day, and I rode practice on a TM 450, and it was actually like it was pretty sick. But the um, dude, you'd get so good if you rode there every day. Yeah, that's the ski slope, and it's in the mall. <laughs> it costs like a hundred bucks, and you just go for like half a day. They give you all the gear. They just give you everything. That's and there's so all. It's like the, it's like the Arabic skate park for these kids. Like these kids that they live in They're doing Dubai. like the gnarliest um, yeah, they got nose like, bonks yeah, and like, yeah, like, like yeah. gym stuff. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so. No, it was pretty good. I mean, it's definitely like a cool tourist place to... That's rad. Yeah. But the track was rad. They got two tracks, actually. They got... um, They got... I put up on my story that it was wetter than QMP. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and it was true. Like they had a club day and it was just like full, full prepped. Uh, where's that picture of that thing? But yeah, some like really. Oh, here we go. Oh my god. It's like sand, but not like desert sand, you know? The kid looks like he's ripping. Dude, yeah. There was a um, there was a kid on a sixty five. Dead set, take him straight to Minio's. Like he was. That's so cool. Fucking ripping, bro. Like That's I got so there cool. and was like, "Who is that?" And there's a bunch of guys that go there because the winters are pretty brutal in Europe. So there's a bunch of guys that go there through winter to Makes sense, to, to ride because they got the big desert tracks and there's just tracks literally like you're in a industrial zone where like all warehouses and stuff are, and then there's like a big vacant bit and there's a full moto track, and then dudes are just like really good riders are just sending it. All the rally guys from Africa go there. So there's guys just pulling off on the side of the highway on like rally bikes and doing rally training and stuff. It's like a crazy place to ride. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, back in the studio for the first time since then. Mike Sleater's joining us on the podcast and uh, yeah, dude. Do a bit of bit of bench racing. I'm uh, excited. I, I this year's gonna be we say one for the books, but there's been so much dynamic change with colors and riders and people moving up, people coming down, rules changing yeah yeah i haven't looked into the rule change thing at all i was away when all that went down i haven't researched it. yeah so. i don't Have you got I, any i wouldn't um say my from what i've heard so i haven't read the rule book or like the sections on it but from what i heard now is like 
you can go back down like McElrath can go back down to the lights glass like guys are able to go back down don't quote me so we probably shouldn't dive too far into that but if that is the case um there's a video there that we could watch on it on uh did, i think racer x did one like about the rule change maybe we have a little skim through that yeah. Be interesting to know because that like justin cooper's in that weird yeah sort of so i thought he'd go so straight straight back in but i heard he'll he, he's gonna ride select 450 yeah so yeah it's gonna be um i think last year we came out of covid there's a lot of unknowns but man you look at like the dynamic team changes um you know world supercross plays a part in like some mm. of the stuff we're, we're talking about which i think is a really cool uh way of racing kind of kept going at a consistent base um yeah that feels like there hasn't really been much of an off season eh? yeah and guys didn't start their boot camps as much because they were kept riding maybe they didn't fall down take a break spike back up um honestly like i think my biggest question mark is going to be red bull ktm yeah straight up like plessinger this is his make it or break it you know marvin's yeah. kind of on as one of his last years and they the rumor has that chase sexton's already signed with him yeah so you know it's either Ch- marv or ap's out yeah yeah and then listening to dino's pod about the infrastructure uh that you guys did of how raj manages riders and the aura around it like that might be why ap's not performing like yeah. we thought yeah, right yeah, like yeah so interesting he's a stuff. similar like character yeah he likes way. that and what dino said is i've been there i've i've not r- ever rode for roger but I, that's how he manages he doesn't say much he's not a he's he's a different way of management not that it's wrong but it didn't work with dino yeah yeah and does is it not working with ap but jade dungy hopefully can pull that jade's a character as well as mechanic so yeah there's lots there's a lot to talk about and we'll get into it but yeah man i think my biggest thing is seeing what red bull ktm step does yeah like do marv ap and cooper that um i straight up think they're just not as fast as everyone else that's me we really we both rode the bikes yeah 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 we both rode those bikes last year we none of us rode them so we didn't know um now you have one of the arguably the best guys in whoops christian craig yeah mookie that's what's gonna be interesting (laughs) is like that everything goes to bed well mookie though like because he wasn't that good last year but i think he just he's not a test guy like a building year for him though last year i reckon and it was the best year he's ever had on paper in supercross Mm. ever everything was like better better so like oh the bike might have been bad but he had his best year ever so the bike wasn't bad yeah yeah, he just maybe wasn't as dominant in the hoops as, as most guys were but yeah, man, it's gonna be a, a. It's coming up so quick, right? We only have a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been it's been exciting for, I guess, World Supercross was so like dominating of all we were talking about that, and then there was obviously so much like unknown, and then that went really well, I think. Uh, and then you had like the Paris race was crazy good, and then we've kind of just gone like straight into all the team announcements. And we had all and Supercross now, happening. Yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in the meantime, in the meantime, and I was fortunate enough to attend those and um i missed newcastle but i went to all of them and it was besides that one and it's pretty cool to see like brayton just you know win another title and and, and a lot of riders stepping up mossy kind of making a return and, yeah yeah and he, the prince of paris like yeah. there's just been a lot of ha- stuff happening and we're kind of getting back in a rhythm and i hope we don't ever take for granted volume of riding yeah yeah it's kind of feels like overwhelming but it's like this is probably what it should be <laughs> yeah yeah it's good what uh personally though you had a new new kid before yeah, we get too deep yeah. into the moto stuff it seems stuff. like you get me on to yeah uh, it's like big some, life announcements yeah yeah every, yeah, time. every time right um yeah we have a new baby boy sarah and i gave birth to a uh 
baby boy two months ago, a little over two months ago, Ashton. Yeah. So life's different, but same, yeah. right? Like it's different, but same. We have this bundle of joy, healthy, perfect Sarah crush, crush birth. Um, she's born and bred to be a mom. She, she, that's what she's, she's just, if there's a person to be a mom, that's her. And she crushes it, keeps her household in, in order. Noah Mason got through fourth and second, no, fifth and third grade. Yeah. So Mason will be in sixth grade next year. It's crazy. Noah's killing it. Life is really good, man. That's awesome, eh? Yeah. Like, you're not going to hear me complaining. Getting, riding my bicycle, riding my dirt bike a little more, going to MX Farm this weekend to camp out, rip with Mason. Some friends at MX store, so yeah, just cannot complain. We're going to have summertime here. We've had epic weather. The last year has been pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, so yeah. We've had not so much rain, so it's been good. It's wild. Uh, you're traveling the world. You're oh, doing cool things, too. I'm cooked. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to chill for a bit, eh? Yeah. It's been a, yeah, it's been a gnarly year. And like, yeah, the whole doing the studio there thing is just like, I'm just signing up for another, like, so much work so build the plane in the sky right yeah fuck pretty much it, it is so. it's the, it's this this thing the gypsy tails is big old jumbo jets hauling ass but you cut you and your crew keep uh redesigning it putting better windows in it better seats so the shit's Try coming out but, you, but you're not fucking landing it and <laughs> no, doing it no, no. well if we don't have legs <laughs> you can't land so, it it's pretty rad that's uh, pretty cool i can't wait to see that next chapter so uh before we talk about any of it though you finally got to ride my 350 dude that was a fun day i i you know me and you fly the flag high in 350s like a few others in the industry across the globe but getting back on one it like and the older platform too now. Yeah, yeah. And it reignited like an, an affirmation like, yeah, I wasn't just blowing smoke up my own ass. Like that, <laughs> yeah, thing, is, yeah, yeah. that thing is good. And I love my Gas Gas 450, but the Gas Gas didn't make a 350 at the time. Um, and I just loved your bike. And um, that was rad. I can't wait to see that. I, we, I got some sneak peeks from the boys to see what in yourself, seeing what we did. And I think the content is is really unique on a bike test because it's me and you riding helmets on, debriefing like, friends and moto buddies just talking about the bike it's not some scripted like look at me like, yeah, yeah read off the prompter type typical bike test which i've been very much a part of yeah so it's cool to have the have your crew like on the track side me coming off and i'm you know my sweet my cheeks are squished together from my a stars helmet and i'm like this thing's great so <laughs> i can't wait for everyone to see um the product because it really dives into you know a bike that you're really passionate about and most guys screw their bikes up. I honestly was like blown away. I was like, man, but you and the, all the vendors that were, you know, uh, Jed Parsons, uh, your uh, suspension guys, uh, what was that? The MX tech. MX tech. I've never used that 49 stuff. So yeah. everything you did actually made the bike better, which is tough to like have a lot of shiny shit on a bike and make it better. So I, like you'll see in the, inter, in the video, it's, it's a, it's definitely one to watch. Yeah. And it was cool to do a day. Like we've only ever rode, We've never got to like do testing. Like I've never got to work with you in like that professional yeah, 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 yeah. sort of setting where it's like start with a base and then go from there. The forks were pretty out at the start. Um, and then that was like one thing that you got better, like so much better. And that yeah, it yeah. just changed like the handling of the, the bike completely. But what do you think about the 49 mil? Like, could you feel any of the, um, like the diameter do you think? Or it's more just like... I think it was more, I couldn't really feel like diameter so much, but I could feel like it was planted. And I was referencing in guys that are test guys like Kiefer or Preston. Like, you can't reference a 450 versus 350, but I didn't have a 350. So we did a baseline with my 450 
just a feel because it's similar chassis, same chassis, just yeah. and yeah, that that uh, MX Tech suspension, it just more compliant, more sturdy, didn't deflect off the hard pack. Like I was watching the video, I was like man, I'm going slow, but what you can't see at QMPs, a lot of it's all off camber, like yeah. slightly off camber. So the traction was insane. Um, where typically I, I ran the AER exact standard fork and it deflects a lot like it's linear i know when it's gonna do it so it doesn't really bother me um but you know you've inspired me i had a j over at raceline put some uh, wp uh spring conversions finally in my bike new bladder so now i'm after tasting like good stuff again i'm like i gotta yeah gotta work on my shit and like take care of myself so You've inspired me, Jace. You got now. I got now. Was working on my bike at six thirty this morning oh, to go. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go ride myself and see my new platform. Um, you know, it's not too many guys can say the dude that did the, one of the first ever triple flips and a comp is do, tuning your suspension. So it's, it's cool. cool that he's like so, like you said, he's so into it and so detailed with it too. Eh? Oh, he was really excited to show me what he changed. Like I had some feedback from my last setting that he didn't do, but it was at race line. And he's like, hey, I looked through your setting sheet. This is what I did. Like, this shim, this shim. You know, complain about high speed. You're, you know, you're right based on feedback. You know, you had a small shim here. We don't usually do that. I turned your, your, your. He was just really into it. Like, yeah. took a lot of pride in his work, which you look at, and then it makes sense. You look at what he's doing with a triple flip. It's not. It is kind of a huck move. Yeah. There's a lot of thought process. Yeah, just to like get to the point where you can even <laughs> huck it, you've got to like have some shit Dude, figured out. One thing I would not do with Jay was talk back to him. Yeah, he's a rig, eh? <laughs> he's ripped. He, like, he come in... Uh, How's your suspension? Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, sweet. It's fine, man. <laughs> just, I don't want any problems. This is money. I've paid you some extra. Just, yeah, let's, are we cool? It's cool. What are you talking about? We're fucking cool. His arms are the size of my freaking quads. Dude, yeah. he, come in, he come in like two weeks before... Two weeks before he was supposed to do it. He like face planted and like oh, busted his yeah. lip like crazy. He had two black lights. <laughs> I'd never like met him in person before, and uh, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> dude, like, yeah. dude, if you look like that, I'd hate to see the other guy. Because oh, Jesus, hell. yeah, it was like it was. Fucking and he's dark. just like the best thing is we're we're in the MX store garage, put, put and he's giving me a setting sheet and I'm putting stuff on my bike, and he's like, "Man, if you're ever training kids or I can volunteer to help the industry, I'm like, you're a bad dude." Yeah, like. Yeah. You're doing triple flips. You're building suspension. You just want to give back to the community. So I can't wait. I think you have something lined up for him. I cannot yeah, wait next, I, next week. And I I don't know his story. So I, I and I don't even want to know it because I want to hear you guys tell it. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, Melbourne he, boy, right? Like yeah, yeah. From down that way. And uh, he was saying this morning because um, actually I rescheduled his. I've had like the gnarliest <laughs> like stomach whatever the entire time since I landed, and I was like. I will not, A, I'll not be able to do two podcasts, <laughs> but I feel fine on bailing on Slater every 10 minutes if I have the shit. So I was like, let's do Slater's, but I really want to do yeah, like yeah, yeah. a dope January yeah, one. Yeah, he's, it, it'll be good to tell that story, but yeah, man, um, Supercross. Have you, wait, didn't you win some mountain bike races? Yeah, I raced, the, yeah I raced Queensland State yeah. Champs and won the 40 and over, 40 to 50 Masters class. That's sick. On the new Tracer S. So, yeah, Intense brought out that new 279. Show me that thing because I've... Yeah, like, tra- this looks is, sick, dude. Yeah, it's like a Ferrari. So, Tracer S, Intense Cycles, 279. So, tr- Tracer 279. Um, It's a 29er up front, 275 oh, in the rear. So, it's a sick. mullet. It's a mullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. mullet. And we love mullets and Oz, so... Tracer X, no, Intense. No, S. S is oh. in, S is in S- Sam. Tracer, no, C... Tracer S, 
T-R-A-C-E-R, and then not X, S. Yeah, yeah. So just go, to go intense. Go to images. Go to uh, maybe intense cycle. Go to um, intense cycles. Tracer T T R A C E R S T R A C E R S. And then space. Uh, sorry, tracer. Yeah. Get rid of the S and then space S. There you go. And then that yeah, check that thing out middle middle. There you go. That one, the red one. That's that one the there. prototype. Yeah, that's a. Oh, that's that a, looks sick. And then it went far left. Go far left. They got rid of the silver. Um, yeah, that's it. Dude, that thing's dope. Yeah, so I rode that, and it's really good. Like the Tracer Two Seven Nine, which is that. That's what I race. It's the mullet. So like you turn through, you can turn it quicker through. Like I don't usually ride a hundred seventy mil bike. I love like XC. I'll put on the spandex and be proud. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like. Um, this bike's been in fan it is built during quarantine and it was a lot of dynamic with like production and and testing but as you can see one of the photos Aaron Gwynn one of the legend down yeah, low he yeah. helped develop it Kavarik helped develop it um, <coughs> Queensland's finest but he's been a Whistler riding it but man they got it right it's pretty sick like it's a big bike but it pedals like a 150 mil bike yeah. um, a lot of guys are buying them in Queensland across Australia we Intense is absolutely killing it. That's good. Eh? It's cool. Like Jeff Steber, Jen Gabrielli, like uh, you know, it's they're on their thirtieth year business this year. Um, the old KTM crews over there. Help, yeah, yeah. You know, you got Ryan Dungey, um, Jeff Myshack from Geico Honda. Yeah, right. John Eric. That's Burleson. right. Eh? They they're, had like that little. It's very group, moto. Right? Yeah, the, yeah, the two yeah. wheel group came over. Yeah, so John yeah, Eric yeah. Burleson from KTM Group. Yeah, yeah. Chrissy yeah. LaCurl, as yeah. you know very well, she's over there on the CEO team. Um, it's a very strong team and it's got a lot of moto heritage as the brand, right? Like, yeah. you know, our good friend, friend Steve Mathis is a huge intense yeah. cycles taser guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, man, it's got a lot of moto heritage. It's a cool brand. I mean, you talk about absolute legends that rode the bikes. Yeah, like so you Sean got, Palmer and you know, Kavarik. Took, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just has roots in moto. I, uh, I, I was DMing Palmer about doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's like off the table. It's definitely not something he's like frothing to do right now he but punched me like in the face bucket dude. list bro he punched you in the face yeah and i like you deserve it i i probably didn't deserve it from like you wouldn't punch me in the face but it <laughs> he just took it what happened <laughs> yeah so my older brother on the give the story on palm was his eight years my senior so he knew the whole i followed palmer through his eyes like my brother idolized him i have to see him in the whiskey videos see him and then and understand him as a snowboarder and then when he came into moto and like i was there when, when deegan won and ghost rode the bike he made the main that night no shit you didn't know this stuff nah. so you got to watch miserable champion the netflix doc, documentary on him so is there a Netflix documentary on Palmer? Dude, it's... Type that into... Miserable Champion, new dude. browser. Miserable, miserable Champion. Champion, dude. He won... He almost... He, dude, it's... It's... Uh, yeah, it's really bad. Like, how gnarly he was at everything. But Moto's the thing he couldn't master. Really? So he was an X game. He was the, on the forefront of... Yeah, there you go. Is there a trailer? So, so maybe it's not on Netflix, but it's a whatever. Dude, I'm buying that. Yeah, it's the one of the cool. I've watched it five times. Dude, so, I would love to watch this. So he, I don't want to ruin it, but yeah, he's dude. He was a 
founder of snowboarding. He made snowboarding what it was and from, from South Lake Tahoe, right? Him and a select crew, Sims, like all these things. And then he, you know, a skate snowboard kid, no father, just mom raising him. One of those stories. Yeah. And then um, the mountain bike thing started happening. And he's like John Tomac era. And he's like, dude, these guys are gay. They're wearing spandex <laughs> racing downhill. I'm wearing moto gear. Yeah. And then sort of winning after winning everything in snowboarding, I'll go win mountain biking. Like legit sort of winning. And I think he got second in a world cup, dude, a world cup, Yeah. a snowboarder. Imagine a guy winning everything X games at the top. It's like of Scotty the, James qualifying for A1. That, <laughs> so then he does that wins like at the top level mountain bike. I want to be a moto guy. Just stops that goes and lives at the farm with Ricky. Really? Gets a factory Honda ride. Dude, Google factory Honda Sean Palmer. He raced I remember five, five, five. Broke his pinky first turn of Glen Helen. Helen? Yeah, Broke his yeah, pinky, yeah. dude. And then that happened. He put a year's worth of work into it. And he's like, fuck it. I'm over it. Like, it's not for me. But like... Dude, yeah. So I remember... Look at that, dude. I remember this. Uh, reading this in like Racer X or Transworld or something. And yeah. Because I was full... I was mountain bike before he's I was He's the moto, most basically. underrated... Oh, yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's so like I, a full OG, like we a... We were driving to Mammoth, getting back to punch me in the face story. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Dude, he... We're driving, and we were maybe having some uh, Rogue, Rogue Coors Lights. Sam Wilson from Intensity worked here at the time. We're driving. We're an intense sprinter going to national champs. And uh, he was just an ambassador for Intense at the time. And he's talking about, we're talking about 100%, and they have that new Barstow line. He's like, dude, they 100% needs me. They should pay me. Fucking, I'm Palm. I'm like, bro, you were you sold out. You were in fucking fly. You and he <laughs> fucking punched me in the face because <laughs> like he was the guy that made TLD cool. Look at all yeah. his mountain bike stuff. Like he was the forefront. And well, dude, you were cool, but now you were in fly. And he just just not having it. I was he was sitting in the middle and just right right hook to the jaw. I'm like, yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't disrespect Palm. Yeah, but man, man he but yeah, Sean Palmer. Took, he probably should have took a little bit better. Than Sean that. Palmer um, is OG. Like races mammoth. Um, he tries to race mammoth every year. Because um, he'd be 50 now. Easy, yeah, he? yeah. He's a little over 50. He has an amazing place in South Lake Tahoe. Um, yeah, I I think he's one of the coolest humans ever. Yeah, and I I would love to if Palm if you're listening. Dude, get on this podcast. Yeah, like, we, we, like, he's, I don't know whether he started following it or I start, saw him, like, like a bunch of things. Um, but then I DM'd him, he messaged me back, and I think it was one of those, yeah. like, not right now, but maybe. Because, yeah, dude, just that, that picture right there, like, that to me when I was a kid was as iconic as a, of a picture as it could have got. That yeah. was, like, my two worlds, like, Troy Lee Designs gear. I've, I froth Troy yeah, Lee Designs gear as a kid. And then the factory Honda, mountain biker, race and moto. I was like, that, you could not get any doper than that dude And then right he, there. skiers were t- trying to disregard snowboarding in like, in that era. He's like, screw you, I'll, be- I'll beat you at skiing. And he turned, he started skiing and beat skiers. Just a crazy talent. Just a eh? crazy talent. And like, go to, try and find like a World Cup run of him, <laughs> like a downhill, Sean Palmer downhill World Cup. Like the guy, and to see what they're riding, like back then, him and. Oh, like, yeah. They're, the XC bikes are more are slack and handle better than what downhill bikes were back then. So, yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's just a weapon. Just play that uh, chain smoke. Yeah. 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 Just play that. Like what he did, like with. 
all his stuff. Like, he was a trendsetter, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in and out of things before they were cool. Yeah, dude, for real. Like, but I just wonder, like... Look at that mic, dude. What do you think of him one and two? Dude, I had like, one of those. <laughs> this is so amazing. Where would this How Pete Fox did change the Yeah, he was just such a gangster man. Yeah, like the first, it was like Nicholas Vorios and those dudes running like the first band act, you know? And he kind of was just like, <laughs> fucking metal, baby! Yeah, like the stuff that he's, he's seen and he's been a part of. And, um, if you don't, res- if you, you might not like him if you're his competitor, best damn respect him. Right? He's, he's. Yeah, he's just an OG and like fully doing it for the. The passion of Yeah, like just being a gnarly motherfucker. Yeah. Like, moto is a thing he just did in his eyes, master. Which, when you're a world class mountain biker, a world class snowboarder, a world class skier, yeah. and then you make it main event, in my eyes, you've mastered it. Yeah, but to him, he to just him, thought, he's yeah. like, he actually went there to get a top five. Yeah, which, like, but that shows like how gnarly <laughs> Supercross is. Like, you, there, there a, would be no other, unless you were a professional motor, motocross athlete, like, no dude from MotoGP, maybe Jack could be like the only one but he, after watching him race that battle in the bush i he maybe he could dude he's so fucking good at riding bikes it's insane yeah. and did you see him at the north brizzy cup on the weekend no i missed he but fucking I won yeah like he was smoking 450 and yeah, yeah 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 like he's unbelievable but he'd probably be a different no i guess maybe that's like you know multi-sport athlete but to your point like like palm like you said is he respects the sport so much because he could master it. Yeah. Well, he doesn't ski anymore. He doesn't really snowboard ever because he's like, I've done that. Where Moto, he's like, this is a select group of people that are just insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, see if there's a video of him riding Supercross or something. Sure, like, <laughs> yeah, the Sean Palmer, but uh, Supercross or Motocross. Yeah, he's, and he didn't do it right. Like, it's it's hard to find stuff because he didn't do it to be, like, cool, right? Yeah. So Dang, remember Dang from YOT? Yeah. They always helped him out as well, like during the war and stuff. Like, this is like Castillo Ranch. He was going to make another comeback. Um, he was living up at Castillo's. Did you ever see him ride? Like, you were ever around No, him? I wasn't, man. Like, I wasn't I wasn't privileged enough to... Um, I've ridden with him now, like, like as a vet and like older. But, mammoth. Yeah, but not when he was getting uh, ready for shit. I motocross. There's yeah. no sport like it. So, I'm addicted to it. I just keep coming back, coming back. And I just want to... <clears throat> my goal is just to make all 12 rounds and just to see all the tracks I've watched them on film for yeah so he's just long. a super fan him. of the sport yeah. and just like wanted to be a part of it it's fucking unreal he used to race Hangtown um, you know they build that that, that snow, snowboarder cross it was an industry day and like oh yeah he and his crew like Brian Kobler and his crew out there um, and like all this he actually didn't end up racing this year. I don't know what, what happened. He got an injury or what, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a trip. What a gnarly... Yeah, Pingree's tight with him, RL. Like, that. Like obviously, yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah. Mount, like there's a very tight group of people like Ping, RL, that were really close in a circle. Mitch loves him. Yeah. Mitch is... Mitch Payton, like, always... Yeah, I think if you, like... It's like a... Um, almost a mythical dude. Yeah, yes. He's like somebody that has, like, that mythical kind of quality. He, he has an aura him. around him, yeah, man. That, yeah. Like... When I would mountain bike with him, I would be tripping like no shit. I'm, like, I'm riding mountain bikes with oh, Sean Palmer. Sure. Like, like yeah. I can't even believe this. And he does not like 
like talking in front of people. He just wants to be one of the crew, yeah. you know, or not be in the crew. Yeah. But yeah, he, he he will. He's not shy of competition. That's for sure. Yeah, nah, dude. It's almost like it's different, but Jason Lawrence vibes in a sense to where it's just yeah. like fully on his own. It's on terms. It's on terms. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you gotta watch the Miserable Champion because the, the founders of Specialized that. talk about him because yeah. he's one of the, like it's just a really cool. You see the the pinnacle of business talking about him and what he's done. You're like, whoa. Like, yeah. yeah. And it makes sense. The miserable, he was a champion at many things and still not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm definitely watching. Thanks. Thanks for that. That's a good good little come up. So, uh, Soupy 2023, tons of shit has happened. It's been a a pretty epic, epic off season. Um, where should we start? Shit. Um, we got, we've actually Griff's written down topics for us. Uh, producer Griff today. Yeah, buddy. Wanted to give him a microphone, but he said no. Um, what's the first one you reckon? Where should we start, Griff? Doesn't have to be in order that you wrote them. Just, all right, Kenny? Kenny. If I say one word, I just want you to go, Kenny. Suzuki. Um, Kenny. Kickstart Kenny, baby. Yeah, I think Astafin did what he did with Chad Reed, right? Remember the changing gear, changing bikes? Uh, yeah, like yeah. that. I've, we, I've seen these moves before. Um, Kenny... There's one guy that I believe why he went to have Larry Brooks. Larry oh, yeah. Brooks left bar- was, you know, the guy that helped McGrath win all his championships, was a part of that team. He's L&M with Bubba and Chad. Um, he was took a break from, like, the Factory 450 program, was mentoring the Bar X guys, managing that team. People, He was kind of behind the scenes, different Larry than he was back in the day, Red Bull KTM Larry. Yeah. But... Larry um, it hates to lose. He likes he likes to win, and I think this thing's been happening for a while, man. I think the testing of the bikes was something, but Larry wouldn't have gone to HEP unless he could have... I'm sorry, no, no offense to Kyle Chisholm or Seven Deuce Deuce, but going from Bar X to that, it's a lateral change as far as talent. I think something's been happening or an opportunity possibly yeah. to get Kenny. Kenny always loved the Suzuki's. That bike is going to be good enough to win like it's going to be good enough to win and w- and will will he have enough time and will he have enough confidence with internally with himself to make it happen I, if he wins Anaheim 1 I'm not surprised yeah yeah no I could completely see it happen but I think Larry Brooks a big pe- a big piece of this puzzle so we're like because he's probably a guy I've never I, I don't even know if I would have met him so um, google Larry Brooks uh, Coliseum crash Really? Okay. This is he used to be raced against Mike Craig. Yeah, ultra, right. He was ultra cross champion. Larry Brooks, hell of a rider, very passionate. Uh, yeah, the, just do that. This is one of the best crashes ever. Yep, that's it. This is it. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> this ultra cross was d- raced during like buggies and stuff. So there's Mike Craig. There it is. Boom. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so he rips his bar off. Fucking hell. So this is Kenny Roxon's team manager. Rips his bar off, and he's like, there's old Stingray, Christian's dad. Let's watch a lap of this, though. Bam! Bam. Clips his hand the more at the Coliseum. God, thank God there was hay. So they, this racing, they had, like, buggies and trucks and bikes, and then they'd turn the track around backwards for the moto, and they'd, like, not turn it around, they'd just ride the track backwards, so all the lips that were flat yeah. were steep. Yeah. But Larry and, my, and they, these guys would do inverted start. So Larry pushes his bike across the finish line, dude. Oh, gee. Yeah, he's just a never quit. When you ride for Larry or you know, so anything Larry did, he's never... Ne- he gave it 110%. And, um, he want, he, he's passionate, man. 
So, but I guess like, where did he go wrong in the industry in a sense? Or like, why did he not stick around consistently? Because like when L&M uh, came out. So like, Larry Larry Brooks and Mike Craniac. You know Sean Craniac? Yeah. That's his dad. Behind the scenes. Big oil money. Really? In Bakersfield. No, yeah. Yeah. And Crany right. that got hurt real bad. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So Larry, um, dude, he's all passion, so smart, he loves to be on the tools, developing the bike. Um, but I think he just he ran real hard, dude, for like basically the McGrath era, and then just you know just ran a hard, hard program, a lot of races, a lot of pressure. He's the fa- he was the founder of Chaparral Racing, yeah, the yeah. original where they all rode different bikes with Deegan. He was racer and team manager as well. Really? Like, so Chaparral... So it's kind of like almost Konsky-ish in a sense. Yes. To where he's just like always just being like... Yep, yep, And then sometimes it just explodes and then he has to like have these rebuild periods. So he did the Uh, James, but he's he's great at... Yeah, they came in hot with James. They had Sam Manuel, which was like the Indian money. So he was the team manager for that. And then once that happened and everything kind of fell through, I think he just needed like a reset. Yeah, And and he was just like coaching riders at the track. I mean, I have so much time for Larry. Like, you know, he's so passionate, man. At one time when I was racing for KTM, I was a, just a test guy, obviously. People know that story. But I whole shot at a main, and Ramsey was going for the title against Shorty. And I, it was, you know, most people know Seattle's, like, super dirty ruts. And I cross-rutted and, like, jumped from one side of the track and almost cleaned out Nathan. Uh-huh. And he, I come off the track, and Larry told me he'll never ride the test track ever again. Like, because he's so passionate, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, I just, like, I look back at it now, and I'm like, dude, the guy just wants to win. That's how bad he wanted to win. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean, I just sucked. <laughs> it's like, bro, bro, I'm just not that fucking good. <laughs> That's not how to cross Nate Dogg's the nicest guy in the world. I didn't yeah. But, like, gosh, I'm getting sidetracked. But, yeah. Larry's a big piece of Kitty's puzzle. He didn't make it. Oh, he has made it, man. I think he's in a season of life where he can, like, do what he wants. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he doesn't like that corporate structure. He likes to be able to do what he needs to do the bike. He's working with, you know, Rob from RG3, Jamie Twisted. Um, they're close. He develops. Dude, he's, he's legit. Like, he helps, gets on CAD, and... And he can still go through whoops. He does like the Volman shit. I'll ride it through the whoops again. No helmet, no gear. He'll still send it through. Like he's a bad, he's a bad dude. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, well, I think. Uh, and Kenny will like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that's like more the renegade sort of vibe that Kenny kind of fits with a bit. But um, yeah, I think that Ken, the whole season with Kenny, I think, was like really frustrating because you saw him last year. He comes out, wins a one, looks like title title shot. Kenny, it's like yeah. all right, we're on here. And then just struggles the rest of the way through the season. But then I think there was, like, I think Chase, it was like, it would have been hard because Kenny and Chase are kind of locked in this, like, who's the number one rider kind of deal. And then Chase is making the bike look a lot better than Kenny. But I think Chase was, like, overriding to the point. There's two seasons of a rider's career, right? There's the Chase Sexton current era right now where it's like, send it to the fucking moon and win at all costs right yeah, yeah and then there's the kenny segment of your career where it's like i know when this bike's not good i know when this thing's gonna hurt me it's hurt me before and i ain't fucking paid enough money to to do that so you're seeing one got now that we've got like hindsight to look at this right so it's like the way that i look at 2022 is you get kenny that's going this thing fucking sucks and i ain't doing it like i just ain't risking it in that way and then you got chase that's going this thing sucks 
but like I'm still down to, to yeah, do it, you the, know. The, the, and we the, saw the crap. Like we saw the we saw was what it the Oakland Kenny crash? Was, was it the Oakland crash where, where he, the front end just like folds on him? Yeah, well, Chase crashes at A one. Yeah. And then he crashed. He, I mean, he has a bunch of crashes, like that big one at, at Oakland. Yeah. So it's like, I think you saw what happened to Chase, what Kenny is too scared to have happened to him now that he's like in the, you know, older yeah, age yeah, of his Yeah, career. I, I completely agree with you. When you're, I mean, Justin Brayton's a prime example. When it's yeah. right, like at Bercy, dude, you, he's as fast as, or faster than anyone. Yeah. When it ain't right, he's eighth 12th yeah like he knows like i'm not risking it for that biscuit like i'm yeah. just i'm just and that's you're exactly right chase has so much f you in him yeah that he's like i'm risking it well, every and time he's young yeah yeah it's season of life yeah, yeah kenny's like nah i mean after been when, there done been that, that like, got the t-shirt yeah like I ain't doing so it. yeah I, i'm anxious to see like um he has kenny also has a enough f you in him in like a proving people wrong way that i think that if he just he's a feel everything's on feel with Kenny so if it just feels good to him yeah like the aura around that's why it worked well with Konsky I think he liked the aura around that like well and then I think there's a a, a thing that happens when you're like the definite A side in a relationship you know what I mean yeah, so it's like if you're the dude that's got all the money and then it's like oh yeah cool you're a hot chick but I'm paying for everything so yep, you'll do yep. whatever the fuck yeah, I say yeah. so I think that's literally Kenny with yeah, that team you know yeah. like oh you guys doing awesome but i want my fucking rebound changed you'll change my rebound yeah. please like yeah. this is what i want and then i'll kind of do it for him and i, I think that hrc yeah. they weren't they weren't gonna operate like that you know yeah. but so i think for me like we we can only say that now looking back at the season and then the extra evidence that points to that is how good kenny was on that firepower firepower bike and so in melbourne when we spoke he literally just said he goes oh I finally got to do to the bike what I wanted to do. They did everything I said, and it was really good. And then, like, he straight up beats Tomac in Paris. Yeah. And then goes, like, he could have stayed on that team. Crazy, almost crazy that he doesn't stay on that team after literally beating Tomac. And, like, gnarly set of whoops. Like, the whole, everything was there to, like, I guess need know what you need to know for next year's supercross and then he rides a suzuki and goes like ah oh, this this is the feeling that i'm chasing so it's yeah. all in my in the way that i look at it now like if if i rewind to like sitting here in the studio mid-season i'm scratching my head i'm being like maybe he just doesn't fucking have it anymore like oh, maybe man. mentally he's That's cooked I, maybe I, I, and we, I, we I all I, thought that yeah you know? I, I said it to friends like man maybe he's just riding he's just this done, thing out yeah yeah um that but with bug. all those factors now now that you can see it it's like maybe they literally just weren't even like entertaining what he wanted out of the motorcycle and i can say that lars lindstrom i thought the current team manager that when he came on i thought it would have changed i'm not saying lars didn't it'd be hard to have those two superpowers like we go back yeah, to the yeah. chase up and coming power Kenny the superpower and trying to balance those relationships god you know that have been hard so well we're gonna see man I think the HEP team Larry like you know the kickstart like I mean what we need to be doing is going and buying a Suzuki and yeah I might just do that <laughs> <laughs> but well, I think you can change everything with perception this could be an industry changing moment 
Because think about like yeah, we're, yeah. we're big bike dorks. We like fancy shit. We like nice shit. We ride KTM like KTM group bikes, the premium. Well, that's the premium cost, fourteen grand in Oz or whatever they are now. Uh, RMZ is what seventy five, eight grand. Well, we can, and I can tell you right now, if we were to ride that Suzuki, me and you versus a KTM four fifty twenty twenty three. We would probably not even be one to two seconds off the nah, lap time, nah, right? So, nah. but like the keeping up with the Joneses attitude. Well, I think the thing that the thing that um, for me, like, so I rode a Suzuki last year, maybe the year before. I rode a two fifty that Charlie yep. Costanzo yep. like did. It was fucking unreal, dude. Yep. Like, I absolutely loved riding that bike. I haven't rode a four fifty in, and in they're forever, good, and they're good too. But the thing is, is that for me, like, I'm just not going to invest in a company. That's right. You know, so it's, I don't think it was ever that their bikes were bad. You just didn't want to invest in a company that wasn't going to move forward. Nah. You know, like That's, what, 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 what's the point of that? What if you the know? company were to tell you like, we're just good with this platform. We didn't want to compete. Like we don't want to compete. We just want to, you know, in bicycle you have XX1 yeah, yeah. and you have NX. You're yeah. like, I'm just good with NX because that's the price I can afford. And if I need it, I can upgrade. Yeah, but you don't get that messaging. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm defending you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've said it here before. Suzuki should just come out and say, like, we want to be that entry-level motorcycle. Like, if you can't afford to race motocross in this changing uh, global climate, then, like, where your brand... But literally, to me, it's always looked like this is just these bikes that are going to die on this dealership floor. At no point, I don't think, is... Suzuki being like a, a bad motorcycle. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. The, the fact that they don't have an electric start as well. I think that's just like, you fix that, you just fix like a whole host of issues. Like everyone's like, what the fuck? I don't have a kick the bike. It's interesting the electric start. I went to the starting line in um, 2010 and people were laughing at me on my KTM 450. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I right the first oh, year that they didn't electric start you got dude that thing battery fails you're dead in the water yeah, Sleater, yeah. i can't believe you're riding that thing and i'm like i don't know man I, it's my job me. it's yeah. the job like this bike's pretty cool like like it's never failed and then now you look at you know a decade later and more plus and everyone's like oh you have a kickstarter yeah, yeah, yeah. so it ever flows right it's just i it's, remember when ktm took the kickstarter physically off the bike Everyone yeah. was up in arms, <laughs> but that was like the unforgivable sin <laughs> you don't do in it. motocross. You like don't you do could it. never do that. But even like my brother's EXC, like EXCs and shit, they don't have. One twenty fives and two fifty two strokes have electric start. SX is next year. Yeah, for this year. That's this a pretty year. crazy. Feeling. Right, we were like gang on the one twenty five. But yeah, it's 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 um. But yeah, Kenny. Kenny's got a. He's got some scrutiny. I think the, all the stars, all the lights on him again. Yeah. And I think he likes the light on him. But going back, not to dive into making a Kenny podcast, but what I have to say that I'm most uh, impressed with Kenny was adaptation, right? Getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And it's not really with the bike, it's the surroundings of people. A guy like that is used to. Well, look at Chad and look at James. They have a yeah, they they're have so pe- insular. Yeah. They, they're people around them. When I'm not, this is just most people are like that. That are very intelligent and smart, and they only trust their circle, mm. right? So Chad will take you know his mechanic where he goes, his tuner where he goes, his switch guy where he goes. James, same way. James or Kenny left Factory Honda where he has a team. He he's only been on teams of people always around him, always around him. Shows up a straight rhythm, dude. 
with Mitch and Bones on a bike. He rode one time at GH for like 30 minutes and trusted in the people around him. That's insane. Like, I mean, I know as I'm saying, how would you not trust Mitch and Bones? But it's not, that's, people don't understand. Like, that's not his crew, right? It's not his yeah. regular crew. Yeah. And then went from that race, killed it, and he got beat by Marv 11th hour, but like, insane. Like, he made the highlight reels for the way he was riding. Yeah. Like, well, he's back. Yeah. Then he goes to Konsky's team, completely different group of people, gives them trust. And goes and wins races, test the club next bike. So for him to be able to adapt and put tr- and give that trust, call it naive, call it what you want, but that's gonna if he didn't have that way of thinking, he wouldn't be able to do this on the Suzuki. He's yeah. he's able to be vulnerable. But yep, new thing, I'm all in. Let's go. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I spoke to him the other day. Um, and we we're just talking about like the move and, yeah, and yep. why he sort of did it. But and I think even bigger picture to the off season, and it was cool to hear him. He basically just said like, "Man, I wasn't trying to make a buzz the off season. I wasn't trying to." He said, "I wasn't trying to do not, none of this. Like I didn't understand that the internet would react so crazy. I didn't <laughs> think the memes." He's like, "Honestly, I just was like, fuck it. I've got." nothing else to do like i don't have a job technically so i'm just gonna do what i want to do and the whole like free agency he almost created like this new little lane in the sport where i dude guys like i think kenny showed his value right so if you before this before this season right let's say kenny just leaves fucking whatever the last round is Salt Lake, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, leaves there and is already signed with Suzuki. You would have deemed his stock value going down, like oh. his stock price going down, right? But you have this period of free agency where he goes all over the world, rides these different bikes. He's pretty much the only person that the internet and the media has talked about. Every viral clip. Every, he's dominated the entire marketplace when it comes to like this whole rider market in this off season yeah goes to suzuki and his stock is way the fuck up so it's like he almost makes this case of of being that guy and it's like you know cooper is probably going to be there soon uh you know like you hear that chase has already signed his deal with ktm so you like miss out on that but does this start almost like this new era where guys or, or aren't or going take, or taking to us with their journey yeah they're just like all right i'm not signing until x date and i've got a this. couple months where i can ride whatever bike i can be and like kenny was like man i just got to like have fun riding like it was i didn't have to go and get to the practice track i didn't have to meet like i could just go and I, ride I, a I, bike i think you you could see like i think the meat and potatoes won't be able to because they'll be always hungry for the ride but like you know, you see Anderson when his contract's up at Cali. I think he's he, going straight to Triumph, baby. <laughs> yeah, he, maybe he takes on a two-week journey of riding other shit to uh, confuse us, but we know he's going back to Bobby Hewitt, yeah. right? But um, yeah, I, I, that's a good move. Like you know, I, Chad did it with uh, the Honda and the gear switch. He was he was all the yeah, free agent yeah. stuff. I, I love it. I love. I think you just have to be comfortable putting yourself out there and yeah. like handling the the keyboard warriors. But the thing was, Kenny didn't look like shit on any bike. Nah. Like he didn't. So it's like he kept us all on our toes. Like he looks sick on the Yamaha. He's back on a firepower. He's back on this. I mean, now he's riding a Stark. Yeah, the Stark thing, right? So uh, I just think that's 
it's showing, I mean, to Red Bull and Fox, that's more valuable than any motorcycle brand. Yeah. Right? Because the, the person's out there. So, ah, oh, man, I, I look forward to it. Um, one thing he could say is, is I remember um, that my uh, mentor and engineer at KTM told me, I was like, man, everyone's hating on me riding PDS. They don't realize how good these bikes are. Like, they don't realize that my bike's sick. He's like, yeah, because they're just, they've not had the bike that you've had. I'm like, he's like, you know what your bike does good, what doesn't do good. Um, I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm like I just want to like talk, give it back to him. You know, he's like, you just tell the guys, like Kenny could say this, man, I can't believe you're riding a Suzuki. Da, da, da. He's like, well, I'm just that much better than you. I can take a piece of shit and beat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like Kenny can say that now. Like but, if he beats a Red Bull KTM yeah. with millions of dollars in technology and all this stuff, he like, I'm just that much better of a rider than you <laughs> yeah. that I beat you on a Suzuki. Like, like, yeah. like, what, what, could like, they say? like what could they say? Like, I just think it's really a turning point in like development and brand and, yeah, and, yeah. and like there's so much technology out there and, and mapping and tech with twisted and these guys that like even your bike that we talked about when we started this with, with the test is like, you can build really good motorcycles now yourself. Like you don't need to have just Dave Arnold and just, you know, Kaipo you don't need, from Costa, you you don't do, need any of that. You shit. don't, you need a people around you that you trust. Yeah. And yeah, it was pretty cool. Well, that, that was one thing. Uh, we did a video. It came out of the Hill podcast, I think, but it got like a couple hundred thousand views. And it was uh, like, do you need a factory bike to win or something like that? And I've been saying for fucking years that you just don't. And, and 250 class, different story. We're just we're playing a different game there. But in the 450 class, you don't need a factory bike. No. And can he prove that? Like he was nowhere near like... he beat tomac in maybe one race last year on a factory uh bike he beat him in three nights in a row on sunday on a private essentially a a privateer honda you know so it's like it's you just need the big money you need the big money to pay the fast guy to win yeah and you need that but you just need that you need the fast guy to be on a bike that he's comfortable going fast on like that's the that's the winning formula absolutely like even reedy he's on a ktm that he's comfortable on like he looks good i know he's hurt but he looks good on that bike he's not the chad of of his day but like he could ride whatever he wants probably and he chooses to ride that bike because he feels good and he has his crew around him to build what he what he wants out of a bike so yeah it's it's gonna be good man it'll be very interesting as well i've always say that the win on Sunday, sell on Mondays, horseshit. Uh, he but can it, move. It, yeah, he can move yeah, it. Yeah, this is the this is Dunge, the Dunge couldn't do that. Role. Yeah, I think actually Dunge did do that a little bit with KTM, but RC didn't do it with Suzuki when it was the day. But Kenny can move the needle. Yeah, in the time we are with financial crisis across the yeah, world. Yeah, it's like the perfect timing. Storm, yeah, for the, these now, I I actually believe that this is one guy that is going to win on Sunday and sell on Monday. Absolutely. Like if there's, if there's, if he wins a one Suzuki dealerships all around the world Absolutely. on Monday. Yep. hundred percent, man. Cause the bike looks cool. I'll probably be one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But honestly, the bike looks cool. Yeah. They do look cool. So you have a good looking bike. And then as we all like me and you are like, you know, shiny part guys, you can actually make it better or, or, you know, there's stuff you can do to it. Yeah, well, you got a pretty decent budget. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, let's say it's like eight grand and then the other, what do you say? It's like 12 or 14. 14 well, grand. Maddie just spent 13 grand on a 350. Yeah, so 
Yeah. So you've got five grand there. That's literally a set of well, though. I mean, they've got pretty solid suspension. Yeah. It's not like you really need. You just suspend- see so your twenty five hundred retail of the best valving you could get, and you could do an ECU yeah. if you need it. Dude, it, I would after riding my bike with my ECU. I think I'm doing an ECU on every single bike. Yeah, it's 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 the what to, it's what to do. Yeah, it just makes it just <laughs> it makes a difference. Yeah, like hundred percent makes shit it does. really really smooth. Yeah. We didn't leave our carburetor stock back in the day. Yeah, true. Yeah, you jetted those fuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you got the Electron too. Yeah, is I did. that thing good? It is really good, man. Took that. Finally got the Makuni off the. You know, I, I was trying to borrow yours, and you basically just told me, "Just go buy one." <laughs> so, <laughs> I, uh, after riding the, I never rode one, and after doing the Wreckers and Checkers Metcalf replica, we had one on it. Yeah. And I rode it. I'm like, dude, this thing feels like it fuel injected like that good. So I, I got one for the Makuni. Reach, the guys at Electron reached out to me and were like after they heard what I was talking about the the YOT bike and they sent me one and it looks sick it's all black yeah the, and you got the new billet one yeah the Billetron bring that up Griff Billet, um, Billetron that's the new Electron yeah it's really cool Billetron 38 mil um and man I put it on I swear like it's, I, we gotta work on your spelling Griff by, by, <laughs> by the hand dyno it's got like but you know the wrist dyno it feels yeah. like I have another like 1500 rpm on the up top yeah third one that's sick eh? yeah it's pretty yeah, they, rad they look good. if you go to my instagram i did a little like reel with the black one it's freaking pretty good um it's it's a really cool component like i need to learn more about the tuning mechanism of it because i'd like to my bike was pinging the other day like it was hot it was yeah. under load and i'm like hmm I need to I need to figure Riching out it up a time riching bit. it up yeah, yeah, yeah so I need to dive into that but um yeah man it's I, I like to tinker yeah the Makuni just I just never could get it exactly but the yeah. PWK works well but I didn't want to like put a key an old Yami carb or older key. I couldn't find one they're expensive you're it's cheaper to go Electron than it is to find like a, a, a factory OEM PWK key yeah, and so. Yeah. Yeah, if you're riding a Husqvarna, KTM, or Gas Gas, I highly, you got one, your yeah. brother has one. Like It's just so easy to be able to like put it in the bike <laughs> and then you just kickstart it and it works. Yeah, you, don't, you actually just don't have to do anything. Yeah, no, it's really cool. And they look trick. They do. They do look cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the main thing. Yeah, yeah, that's really rad. Well, what, what's next, Griff? What do you reckon? Triumph. Triumph, all right. Triumph. Dave Arnold... Uh, chassis g- genius uh, worked at Factory Honda with Roger DeCoster he consulted for KTM went to Europe for Hus- Husky KTM group um, he's been around the industry for years absolute genius so obviously he's involved with chassis design so tech, that market's not going to be a pile probably I mean how much control he has I don't know uh, when Scuba Steve left Husky. Steve Westville Husky in, in like I wanted to ask him so much where he's going, but it wasn't my place to ask him. But our kids are similar ages, and they moved to Florida. And I'm like, I wonder what he's doing. What are he's doing? Well, he's the team. He's going to be the team manager. Yeah. Bad dude knows a lot. Was a part of Rockstar Husky, Husky uh, Rockstar KTM when Anderson won. Went to Rockstar Husky. Was part of Bobby Hewitt all the way through. Not afraid, afraid to get his hands dirty. He's a he's a winner. And of course, Bobby Hewitt, dude, like passionate. Texas boy, um, Carmichael is behind it as well to ref to test like how much of, and everything you've heard him say. I don't know he's paid to say certain things. Man, it's it's pretty wild. And then Dudley Crayman, 
who like I watched the press release. They had people's tags. They didn't. He's not doesn't have Instagram. Dudley's a South African. Um, he's probably in his mid sixties now. I'm even later, uh, older. Um, he used to work for Factory KTM in '04 or even before that. 125 two-stroke tuner, built some road race engines back in the day, and then went to L and M, which with Larry, yeah, with Larry, with Larry, and then found his way back after L and M shut down to KTM. So they've got him as engine development, which he's the highest level you get, man. They've just surrounded themselves with absolute amazing staff. So between Dudley, Dave Arnold, Steve Westville, and Bobby Hewitt. And just a huge manufacturer. And Carmichael as, I mean, Carmichael's only getting better with the way he thinks, the way he speaks. The guy is so put together and he's, he's so humble that I think it's, it's invaluable to have someone like that. And I look at, I'm like, are they going to kick star? I think star bought the property, but I'm like, what's the triumph facility going to look like? Mm. You know, like, but damn, I bet R- Ricky fucking saw that one coming <laughs> just like a couple of years ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think triumph is it 24. They're coming out. Yeah. Can you go to the press release? On right so here? 24, man, it makes, you know, I think that's when, when Jason Anderson's deals up with Cowie. Oh, crazy. <laughs> Imagine that. Wild. Bobby. I mean, uh, you know, I think there's going to be, I think Bobby's phone's absolutely, uh, um, just go, yeah, that one there, yeah, to, righto, Triumph, this is off racerxonline.com, <laughs> Triumph Motorcycles to enter Super Motocross World Championship in 2024, um, Triumph Motorcycle brand announced uh, on July 2021, the development is well underway on a comprehensive range of all new Motorcycles, motocross and Euros. Uh, Ricky Carmichael, blah, blah, blah. The brand set. I'm just trying to... The brand will field two all-new four-stroke 250cc motocross models in the 2024 MX2 class enter the 450cc MX2 class 2025. Oh, that's nice. So, Super Motocross... Okay, they will enter the Super Motocross World Championship in 2024. So, next year we get them. So, that's starting with a 250... So, they'll have a 250F team... In... 24. So Hunter Hewitt will be on that. <laughs> Dude. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and then uh, the team will race Monster Energy AMA Supercross and AMA Pro Motocross, uh, similar to the brand's plan in MXGP. Triumph will then bring a 450 race machine to the championship in 2025. So We got some time. Yeah, yeah. But, man, to, to develop motorcycles and... Like, this is crazy. It's well, so good. Growing the pie. Like, you talk about growing the pie. More jobs, more riders. Yeah. Um, pretty incredible. Like, they, they get that factory homologation, too, right? They can run a full factory bike. Yeah, yeah. True A. In the 450 clock. Yeah. It's 250. I don't. Yeah, they can. They're going to pull. I mean, KTM gave them a good foundation of. Yeah, they'll just make 400 limited editions yeah. or whatever. Wow. Which they'll just sell. Like, it's so easy to sell for these days. And it's very clear it's not a KTM. Yeah, so I actually... I had spoken to people who had tested the first Triumphs and they said it was literally... They just copied a KTM. So... But it's and, not a KTM group. So this like was a while ago. And then they said, oh, yeah, they literally just rocked up with, like, a copy of a KTM. So it was, like, a KTM frame, motor, everything, like, some different plastics. But it was – that basically just – that's what they did. So I've But did, then uh, – yeah. so then apparently then they've, like, just Evolved used that it. as, like, a platform yeah. to then, like, expand out. So mm. I don't know. Yeah, I just – I was hearing all sorts of crazy shit about 
the bike. I was like, I just didn't really know what so was going Ivan on. So Ivan Zadesko has been one of the main test riders. Oh, uh, okay. Because he works for Pro Circuit, not Kawasaki. Yeah, right. So I know he's been one of the main test guys. Yeah, it'd be interesting to actually and, know what the. I just want to see it. Like, remember Canada? Like, oh <laughs> it, the it won't be that. But it's like, it's cool to have, uh, uh, I guess, like the anticipation, like a yeah. new shape bike. And then I also heard, could be full of shit, Ducati 450. Man, he's so good. So imagine, imagine if we got like Triumph is in there, Ducati's in there, and then you've got like all of our OEMs now. Then you get the Stark Future, and you have the in. you have the price point RMZ. Yeah, yeah, and then the, and then the Suzuki is the, the thing that goes the, undefeated. Oh shit! But yeah, a bit crazy. Cool. I I text Bobby Hewitt the other day, and I said, mate congratulations it's good to have you back and he wrote back it's good to be back <laughs> that was it. i was like you're the fucking man he's bro. such a good dude man. oh the he's, best it's just like he's a he's a texas texas boy right like he's 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 just his words his word yeah and he believes in people and um he's just motocross too you know like the, if you think about he's done so much like extreme team green like oh yeah and like think about the crew that he rolled through yeah the, he, the amateur ranks if people don't realize what bobby hewitt did with jason anderson like anderson when um remember uh the suzuki kid that got hurt brain had brain damage that same year gosh his name he was on the program with with jason is the rm it was a suzuki rockstar team yeah who God. was that God, it'll come to me, but uh, Jason's teammate had a crash at Daytona Supercross, major ba- brain injury, right? Who the fuck was that? Um, in um, far out, dude, the kid was sick, like blonde kid, like de- yeah, yeah, look, yeah. Look it up. Uh, Rockstar Suzuki. Um, what would that have been like? Eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. yeah. Two thousand eleven. Uh, God, it's so close. That's right. Griffith will try to find it. Um, but he. Yeah, here we go. 2011 Rockstar Suzuki team. Treadle, Treadle, Ian Treadle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know if you were thinking. Is that of Ian Treadle? Treadle? I think Ian Treadle. Yeah, I guess. Anyways, when Ian Treadle got hurt, it rocked Jason, man. Yeah. Um, and he did not perform. Look at, do look at the names he has on his team. He has Moseman, Cantrell, Tristan Miller, Fry, Jordan Smith, like Savachi. Yep. Oh man, he had so many guys. It was, but it was Ian Treadle that was um the kid that and he had a major brain injury yeah yeah and jason was dude wasn't making mains like wasn't in a good way any other program clipped yeah that could have been the end of jason anderson mm. bobby's like nah 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 we, we gotta take he basically benched him yeah dude legit like, just benched him get your get get right yeah like this is what the sport tyler keith needs to look at what bobby Hewitt's doing yeah, we'll see. So, didn't Max Lee just... He was announced as a Troy Lee team manager. You're joking me. Yeah. Can, can you look so that up? So, Keith out. Yeah, I just saw this yesterday. Max Sorry Lee. Sorry to change your... Or gear manager, gear manager, maybe? I don't know. Maybe team manager for apparel. Just Nah, just go Max Lee, Troy Te- Lee design, race team. Oh, my gosh. That would be gnarly. Tyler's a good... A, a, dude, the guy's passion's like Larry Brooks, but I think he's apparel, maybe. Yeah, oh, let's go. No way. Troy Designs Red Bull Gas Gas Factory Racing Team has confirmed its 2023 roster although the riders on track remain the same um, Tyler is taking a new role boom that is heavy yeah 
Yeah, so Max is a dude. So Keith will wow. step into the role of Troy Lee Designs director of motorsports, opening up the team manager role. Enter Max Lee, son of Troy Lee, as a new team manager. Lee moves into the team position after gaining experience with Troy Lee Design brand recently. Holy smokes! How crazy is that, eh? I did not see that. I didn't hear nothing. I didn't see nothing about about that. Wow. Okay. But it sounds like uh, a promotion. Sounds director like a of director of motorsports. Yeah, I think this is that's 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 a, it's a family business. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Yeah, Tyler's Troy's nephew. Yeah, obviously Max is his, his son, son. <laughs> and they haven't won a title yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Maybe ever. we should look at getting someone that has managed teams before to manage teams. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just based off uh, what you said there, it sound, I mean, sounds like it makes sense. <laughs> but, yeah, so we're talking about... Uh, Bobby Hewitt, Triumph. Yeah. Triumph is... Well, I'm, no, the team, like... You're, yeah, so what he did with Bench and Ando... So I was I was living there at, at that point in time, and I remember... Because JDR, like then they were going to KTM. So like there was kind of a fair bit around the orbit. And then my ex-girlfriend, how random is this? My ex-girlfriend or the girlfriend I was with in America, her best friend was Bobby Hewitt's daughter. So like completely, yeah, completely outside of Moto. I ended up going to like all the Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're part of the family. So fully like in the the family. So that's my, I'm close to Bobby on like a personal non-Moto like level and i would just see how he moved just purely as like a dad and you know and he's like a, cr- a, a granite guy by trade yeah, yeah, right yeah, like yeah, so yeah, he, yeah yep so yeah he's a businessman that loved moto through his son but he's was a, like one of those old school he's like a he's a guy that you could like look up to like one of your dad's friends that's super successful and got a really nice family and really good kids and like a real good dad yeah yep. like he's that's what he's like real the old school values kind of yes, thing like yes. no ego he's he's one of those one of those guys and yeah when he benched ando everyone was talking shit on anderson like heavy and then he just kind of did it with blinders on like knowing that it'd be like the best thing for him and even the way ando would talk about him as though he would he would treat you like a dad would treat you you know like tough love but you knew he loved you kind of thing yep so triumphs in a good place dude crazy good yeah eh? like like dave arnold dudley Crayman, steve westville and uh bobby hewitt and i don't know the other person in the photo but um Man, they have a, a to build. It's a team. They've got the team around them. Yeah, that's a race team. Okay, we're talking race team now. So they yeah, have to start yeah. with a production motorcycle. But if these guys are influencing the production team from the top, yeah. that's what Roger did for KTM. He had yeah. some influence from the top, from the highest level, and then it bled through production. That's why you saw the surge. So they've got the right people. That's the first part of it. You know, from Carmichael, from the the tip of the sword, from yeah. you know, the greatest of all time. Um, yeah. It's, it's all good, man. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's like great it's, it's, for the industry. It's, there's nothing you can say, but like, thank yeah. you, Triumph, for investing money into a sport we all love in a, yeah, in a financial time that's very uncertain. Well, I think, and that must show too that there's like, there is, there's more people riding. You know, I think COVID probably showed with how many bike sales there were. Like the, ind- bikes was just like a dime a dozen. Even yeah. now, I was talking to Langston the other day and um, we're talking about some like sponsorship stuff and he's like, 
he's like, bro, I'd seriously love to sponsor you, but like, I don't need my. I don't, I, I he's can't. like, I, I've got all my. Well, I know exactly how many bikes I'm getting, and they're all sold. Yeah, he's like, where it's gnarly, and that's a crazy good problem. <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, to ha- like that's a. Problem. It's hitting a reset on what people's value are. As we before we started this podcast, yeah. after that phone call I had, people's value. Yeah. On what they get, like yeah. a set of Ellie uh, Alpine Star boots. MX store can't give those away because they're making full margin. Yeah. Right? Like, and people can, are buying them. Like, people Grant are buying them. Grant shit Langston every has 12 factory editions or five, probably three. All sold. Sold. He, yeah. need, he needs to make this money, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's hitting a reset of you want to play, you pay. Yeah. Like, the perceived value of a rider. Like, no one's just giving well, stuff away. Well, because people want it. People yeah. want in. Like, people That's, want new it's bikes. So good, and it's man. like a really good place for the industry to be. Yep. Um, can you look up? how much Triumph makes a year as a business. It'd be interesting to know like, or how big of a player they are in like the overall. Think of the crowd too. Like I see the fast house crowd being very, Oh, the whole hooligan thing. There'll be like some good crossover. Kind yeah. Of stuff. Like the, the type of content that they could actually go in, down in, to that. To how much is, Oh yeah. Global sales. Go back. Sorry, bro. Yeah. That global sales, 2022 motorcycle data. Triumph. Uh, went up oh your pop-ups fucking hell give us a break um, Triumph Motorcycles global sales are still hot following last year's rocketing performance in the first seven months of 2022 Triumph registrations have been at a uh, 54.75 uh, the best ever performance in this frame of year um, the following uh, following the fantastic performance reported in 2021 when Triumph crashed all previous sales uh, record establishing a memorable blah, blah, blah. Um, while reporting... Sorry, I'm just trying to find if there's anything worth actually reading in this thing. Nah, just go down. I just want some numbers. Sa- sales on are growing. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Just go up a bit. Uh, no, go back down, down to the last paragraph. Keep going down again. I mean, look at that, like that. Yeah, that's that dope, salt, eh? Like that's, we're going to see a different, think of what just they a can whole do different the like brand. crowd, yeah. Yeah. So go, go up. Is there anything? I just want to know like what they're worth. Like yeah, do net worth. Do Google net worth. Triumph Motorcycles net worth. So yeah, go to that one there. How much is Triumph worth? 760 million. Yeah, not too bad. Jeez. Um, go down, go down a little bit. Just like to see their size of a, you know, like within their... Hit the Wikipedia, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Increase, um... Because, like, are they... Oh, so, revenue, 500 million... Look at their up for half pounds. a... 500 million dollars. Well, that's pounds, oh, so, pounds. yeah, it's a bit, a bit more. 2,000 employees, UK-owned. The Lord Jones of Birmingham is the chairman of Triumph. Um, yeah, so I guess they're a big, big player entering, entering into the, the space. small little space. Yeah, but that, like I'm saying, that's a good thing when you've got a company like that that is, you know, trying to make purely competition bikes that can't be. Well, they'll be at a. It's probably in the enduro market as well that they're sort of. Well, they're doing adventure, so that they'll do yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ricky's been blowing up the adventure side of things and. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's all good. When do when do we transition to adventure riding? Man, How far off are you? 
Have I you done much of it? Never, never. I, I, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. <laughs> I, I, I think it's so epic, but that's my mountain biking. Mm. My adventure riding in my time is my mountain biking. Um, I don't think, I think I spent so you much. You and Mal Dalton take it off together for the Mal, weekend. I'll, I'll high five him as he takes off for his <laughs> nude rides. He's been killing it. Mal's been killing it with his adventure rides. Like the, the market is like, it's the, it's growing space. It's, it's, it's awesome. Like I appreciate it. I think it's cool. It's just not for me. Like yeah. I don't, it doesn't. In- At what point though? It's got to switch. No. Like how long? How how long are you? I'm 42. I'm already old as shit. Yeah. So how long? 52. You're still moto on at QMP. No, no. I'll I'll do something else. Like I'll surf. I'll try to surf again. How long? Yeah. What's your age of moto that you'll slowly fizzle out? You reckon? It's fizzled away the last five years a little bit. Um, I'd say hopefully completely by the time Ashton, if he wants to ride, (laughs) so (laughs) five years. No, I I I think mountain biking is my passion fitness like that like adventure of like where is this gonna go am i gonna bonk am i like yeah like yeah. that's my outlet like i've rode a lot of i've rode adventure i've ro- tested the bikes when i'm riding it man all i'm just thinking about is like this thing's this i can't this is boring I, i'm like taking it in i'd rather get in like a four-wheel drive and go like out four-wheel driving like that's more my jam like building it like the adventure bike i don't want to work on those things it looks gnarly like yeah, yeah. like but i want to work on it make it my own those things are already so good like you're gonna put different tires on it like some quad lock mounts so you have like yeah, five. Yeah. but it's just not for me so i i like I said, I think it's cool. It's just not for me. Well, fair enough, fair enough. No dirt roads and like I Scotty Runson loves it. Oh, like, yeah. I just, My old boy just frosts it out. He's got his African I get twin. it. Yeah. I get it. Like yeah. it's cool. But I'm just like I'm gonna hit a mattress on the dirt road and just eat shit with this heavy bike. <laughs> hit a mattress. <laughs> like there's gonna be something I'm gonna hit something. Like I just I tried doing durability testing on the street and I just I don't know my ADD. I just can't get in a zone where I like and appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm too. I rode the uh, Ducati's version. It's I got this. It's called a Multistrada. Yep. And it's like the V4 engine. The oh thing, dude. So it has cruise control, <laughs> adaptive cruise control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you just, I, I set the thing to like 170, <laughs> and I just followed Dad the entire time. So, funny story. Tom Owen's been the marketing manager for KTM for a lot of years. And when I was there, I didn't have my street bike license for a long time. As right, I just didn't ride street. And I was like, I better get it. We're testing more of this adventure stuff. Like. Uh, I'm like, oh, hey, can I borrow a 390 Duke to get my test? Is that little rad little? He's like, yeah, yeah, come on in. And I did my paper test, passed it. It was time to go get my riding test. And he was like, oh, here's your 390. I'm like, that's not a, it was 1190 adventure. Oh, I had to ride in America. You got like the tight little circle. I had to look through the fairing. I was full lock, like trail breaking. He just wanted to see me fail so bad. But like (laughs) the thing was like anti-lock brakes, cruise control. Like the tech eh? is amazing. And these like, look at what, um, shorty and fricking Toby and all these guys jumping these things. Quinn Cody, like, like it's a cool space. It's just not for me. Nah, I respect <laughs> it. This this Ducati, I set the the cruise control to like one seventy, and then you can stand like the I don't know what the deal is like the riding position on the thing. It had like this big tank that went right where your legs were, so I was like full Titanic spec one seventy, just like leaning, and the 
leaning forward and the wind was keeping me up just perfectly Dude. i was like what the fuck is this thing like yeah. i actually thought if i just had a spare however much money they are and it didn't matter i'd 100 <laughs> percent get one of those bikes it uh, was absolutely like, they're like incredible. out of control they're incredible they're incredible tech and it's it opens up a lot for guys that want to see like travel on the highway safe get some fire road like, the riding out here would be like i know rosie's just yeah, pumped yeah. on it from ktm group she she rides the hell out of those things but yeah triumph's coming in hot stoked to have him look for i think it's going to extend riders careers we're going to have more it's going to press technology and we'll see can someone come in besides stark hasn't launched officially yet because no one's a consumer has a bike but has ktm has been around but there hasn't been a new manufacturer as such yeah, to yeah. come into like the market and actually perform like Cannondale big flop yeah you know like so yeah it's I wonder it, if they'll make a 350 I feel like they are oh that'd be cool I don't know why I feel like that but I feel maybe I'm just like wishing it into existence <laughs> maybe I'm just willing a, yeah, a triumph so maybe I can claim it if one does come I'm, like, <laughs> sure. well, I'm the reason for sure. Yeah, 350 for sure uh, what, what, what should we talk about next Griff what do you got there Cooper which one let's talk about both of them Webb. Which, which Cooper first? Cooper Webb? Cooper Webb. What do you reckon? Tough uh, season. Tough I, season. Um, God, dude, this is... He's a tough one because, like, he you don't want to put Cooper's back against the wall, right? Because he comes out... He's a, he's a groveling, feisty little thing. Um, I just don't see... Like, I just don't... See, I haven't seen the speed, man. Like, I haven't seen... Like, Percy, he was very... I love his transparency. He's like saying hey we got to be better we got to be better we're not testing with other with other manufactured bikes so we think we're good then we go up against a honda or yamaha and we're not as good but he just looks like i mean his technique is so traditional like i would hope to say if i if i rode like anyone would be like a cooper like a very much slower version of cooper elbows up like shoulders roll forward like traditional right sit down early leg up that ain't how guys are riding now. Yeah, yeah. And whether it's right or wrong, the it's changed. Yeah. And does he have the speed? Just this raw freaking speed. I don't think he does to go like whole shot and win. I don't. But you're talking a series. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. That kid can he he can just he's so headstrong. So I think that there's guys that have more speed than him. But I think but that's all, been the same. Like he won two championships in years where guys had more speed. So. I think, um, you know, he's got a baby now. He's married. Life's kind of like, hopefully for him, it's like stable, stable, yeah. calm down. I want to see him win because, dude, that guy's bad yelling at Kitty. Like, he's just a weapon. I, I hope that, I hope he does good. I just, I think he's a series contender. I don't think he's the fastest guy Yeah. on paper. I think, I bet you Christian's faster than him day in and day out. Yeah, yeah. But then you had the opposite. Yeah, but well, you'd probably not back Christian to be like the, the ser- serious guy. Serious yeah, guy. So yeah. Cooper Webb, I think they need to get the bike right. They need to get a few things right for him. Um, but that summer break that he did tour was dope. I think. Yeah. Like dude. that was like similar to Kenny Wright, where he'd show up at grass tracks, like doing his own deal um, to re- rejuvenate himself, which I think is rad that they've changed the narrative within a very structured uh, diplomatic. Uh, company and let a guy go we're gonna cook you like you're cooked just take the summer off yeah instead of just no you gotta get race counts you gotta get paid yeah um yeah I think Cooper Webb is gonna be a series contender um and he's just gonna have to be there like no worse than fourth 
all season, which he can be. He yeah. can be. Yeah. So go. What What are the? Is there? There wouldn't be like an entry list, right? For A one, is there one yet? Because like. I want to just read the names that is going to be in the 450 class so this year. Let's go through like, Red Bull KTM. It's yeah. ridiculous. Cooper man. Webb, Cooper Webb, Marvin AP. Yeah. Provisional entry ladder. Yeah, so you got Red Bull KTM, Marv AP, Coop, um, Husqvarna. You have Mookie Christian, right? Is there another one? Hanson. No. <laughs> that's so good um, Kawasaki you have uh, Anderson AC AC and that, that should be a person we talk about yeah definitely and then you have um, Savachi maybe there too yeah right like let's put Savachi on Factory Cowie uh, Star Racing you have Ferrandis and Tomac I mean you're gonna have and, Cooper. and, Co- and Cooper then you got Sexton and Nichols Sexton Nichols um, then you add in Kenny Kenny. Dude, to get fourth every week, like if you Barsha, yeah, like, Barsha, like there's, there's, it a, is so stacked, bro. Yeah, it's 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 mind boggling, and they're all smart. Like then you have like Justin Hills and Josh Hills, and Dude, like, for like sure. they cannot make main events because, and I think I actually, yeah, you have a full team, Team Tedder, like Team Hill. Um, you have. I actually think Justin Hill is gonna do dark horse way better than people think. I agree. He's a fucking animal, bro. He is. I agree. I, he's a he's a dark horse within. And that, they're like, on a they're on a KTM with K Abbas suspension. Yeah, the Enzo stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be um the the depth is incredible. Um, and then uh, oh dude we yeah yeah so you said Tomac like that's a guy that's gonna be Supergrass only just insanely hard. To, to, beat. to beat over a season. He changed the well. narrative of the high low. Like yeah, this yeah. year he was the yeah, fastest. He's the dunge guy now. Yeah. But I think it's interesting, like before you were talking about Coop oh, not being the fastest guy, but he'll be like the consistent guy. But now so Jason Anderson had three bad races last year that put him fifty points back. That's like not a lot of bad races. Like he won seven main events last year dude he's the fastest guy coming in so like he's, on paper yeah and he's like crazy fast and like pretty consistent you know like had those three outliers and then you got sexton crazy fast like look what he did this year in the outdoors yeah so you know? take the top going cooper webb and my comment uh, not the fastest so let's say who's just who's faster than him like who would i say is faster than cooper webb tomac kenny like just speed, maybe Christian. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Sexton for sure. Sexton for sure. Yeah, that puts him in fifth. Probably Mookie for sure. Yep, that puts him in fifth. Like just raw, raw just speed. speed. One yeah. lap, one lap heaters. Yeah, those guys can do more than one lap at that speed. Yeah. So he's gonna have to beat these guys from lap twelve to or from fifteen minute mark to the twenty twenty minute twenty minute mark. Yeah. And then he has to do it for. 17, 17 rounds yeah. and he can yeah. he can but man how would it be to know you just have to just bite on that leather unless they just find grind. and dude I hope he proves me wrong and shows well he up. said I spoke to him the other day and he definitely said the bike's better so so like 100% he's like yeah the bike's a lot better racecraft he's top three like could be the first or third depending on what we argued racecraft just straight up racecraft like, well he's reach, won the most titles out there yeah right? like he's I think Tomac has him now. Oh, to- does Tomac have two Supercross yeah. titles? Yes, yes, he won this year. And then did when did the lot? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, all right, I am tripping. Yeah, yeah, no, but he's but 
man, I, I just think his pure race craft and his grit, like, is over Christian, over Mookie. Like, Chase, that's going to be a tough, that, that you could argue both ways. So, the top three race craft, right? Yeah. Kenny, he's got him on race craft. Like, I wouldn't say race craft, just longevity and mental, well, mental yeah, strength. Yeah, he's a two-time champ. Mental strength, right? Yeah. So, the guys, you, you don't bet against him, you just have to bet on the seat. I don't bet for him. I'm not going to bet on him to win races, but I bet on him in this series hunt. Yeah, yeah. If he's healthy and everything else is good. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, you very rarely see Cooper have multiple bad years in a row. Yeah. You know? He needed a break, man. He was cooked. Yeah. He was freaking... Think of the grind. He's been doing this since he's 12, like, at that level. Like. Yeah, and I think, too, there's a lot to be said for the background stuff as well in terms of they're obviously was some turmoil around like leaving Alden's the and burner then, thing was yeah gnarly. Con- contracts and like there's a lot of behind him the and scenes. Alden had a financial beef like there was some financial beef with Alden and that's got all squared up which like kind of fair enough in a sense because if you look at I mean I'm talking about the sport in general right so if you're being forced to go to one guy like I think we might have even spoke about this but it's like if you're being forced to go to one guy only by your manufacturer it's like, and pay them yeah and then oh but then i've got to pay this guy and then he sets the price so like i'm fucked so it's like <laughs> sign up for here and then like then just give him this so that's literally like it seems like um what subkovic was doing with monster yeah, back in the day yeah yeah so but it's like if you're in the nfl you don't like sign your no, NFL you contract. For, you sign for the program. And then you got to pay your strength. You're like, here, we'll give you this money. And then you're like, all right, that's your strength and conditioning. That's your massage guy. That's your fuck. That's just not how professional, like how professional is this I think going? it's changed. And I think it, it has now. But like, hey, Coop, you probably right to have some kind. And it's not saying Alden's not no, worth no, the money. Oh, it's oh, not saying, you know what I mean? True, like, it's just like, this is fucked up. Like, yeah, why yeah, he, are we doing it like this? He sniffed it out. He finally called it as it was. Like, yeah. man, like, I don't need to pay him this much money. Like, no, that's the price. I don't know if that was the conversation, but he left not because Alden wasn't good. It was because there wasn't communication and it wasn't negotiable probably. It was, that was really what it was. It was, this is what it is. Like, I don't want that. So all goes down to negotiations, but, but then if, but so if your KTM, doesn't it give you more bargaining power? If you're like, well, it's already paid for. Like we we pay him three million dollars a yes, year, that's, and that's, that's, that's where you got to go. That's and then it's what, like, oh, okay. And I think but that's then, what Stardust. Yeah, but then when so when you do it the opposite way, where you're like, hey, you're our guy, we're paying you. There's your contract. But then you've got to go and pay. It's mandatory that you then take your money to pay. Them. Yeah, it just seems like a convoluted shit show. It does. It seems like inside trading. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, but again, not saying that you shouldn't train there. Not no, saying, no, no. Like, but it's just like the just the the, the, the economics of it. Yeah, the, doesn't seem to make like a whole lot. And then again, when you go to the NFL, when you go to basketball, like star, like that's the same deal. You know, like one guy might sign up just for a defender, like a defensive lineman might sign up just for the defensive line coach. Yeah, he might not even like the head yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he might sign up. Like, yeah, there's just, we gotta, you know, there's... But JGR, they had their own in-house gym. They had that... JGR... You didn't have to to pay for that. Set the standard. Star, you don't have to pay for, you know, everything that they've got going on there. That's like part of being a professional athlete. So... I think, I think KTM's way of doing it was like, you're going to pay a trainer anyways, because when they, when you sign a rider like Cooper, you're like, hey, who's your trainer for next year? Because we got to make sure you're on the right program. Like, he's like, oh, I have... 
Joe Smith doing my stuff. Oh, he ain't that good. I, nah, man. I just watch Rhino's Instagram. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. Oh, Could you imagine the, the fucking Dude. the blank faces you'd get oh, if you man. were in Rhino's in my trainer. Yeah, I just oh. watch Rhino's IG. <laughs> It'd be unreal. Oh, far out. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, so I think maybe now that a few of those things are like smoothed out, maybe everyone can just... Could you imagine, right? You know, financial tension is stressful fucking oath man it's fine, if like in life so if cooper's was riding with a pent-up financial stress on top of freshly married like life like that you wouldn't perform your best so well, and everyone says that oh you make so much money but it's like when you're a motocross rider you kill yourself for 10 years you have this 10-year career and then you retire at like 27 to yep. 30 whatever dude life goes on and you got, you've got all these bills and you've got and your lifestyle change like you go from you, you got to be able to yeah it's 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 you got to be able to sustain a lifestyle and that's the tricky part with moto is like you're making these guys are making you know millions of dollars or a million dollars there's a cost of doing business there's a cost of business and then they're used to a certain lifestyle then they got to correct it to sustain it's a tough dude it's moto's a tough financial because when you're but in it, it it's when any sport professionally like yeah. if you because if if I was a an athlete, I would want to retire and then not work again. Like because yeah, you've you've just it's a it's a different. Um, I think it's just different in the sense that you're paying to do your sport with your body. You know, like you look at the injuries, like a Justin Bogle, a Colt Nichols, a yeah. Kent, like you're paying in flesh. Yep. Like not many people, like when I go to work, when you go to yep. work, we're not paying in no, our no. own flesh and bones no, and blood. So it's like when you're in a sport and you're using your body, you've got a fucking, that's a racehorse that you got, you got to put it out in a nice green pasture and let it recover and then just let it live out its day you know the things it's fucked yeah you yeah know? Hon- honestly man like i mean look at kenny's arms yeah like, like he can't go be a laborer now uh, yeah, like you know and the mean? thing is setting up your very few pro motocrossers when can set up a lifestyle like when you're in it you're making let's use 300 grand a year like a, a like i use i talked to brayton about cameron mcadoo 300 grand is not a lot of money no so like in the moment cameron mcadoo and, and i'm a big fan of him and like you know what he's doing is hard work but like i use him as an example like he's got his house he's got his pool got his hot chick she's a country singer they do their thing like they've earned all this and will earn more because they're good people and they're talented but when you're in that element when you're that young it just seems like it might just come forever yeah yeah i'm not saying they think that but when you're that young like all oh, that financial freedom will just keep coming cameron mcadoo will not get a business job for three hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, no. He will start over at seventy-five grand. Yeah. In America. Yeah. Because he hasn't got a college education. Because not because he's not a nice guy, not because he's intelligent. Because on paper, all he knows is this. Yeah. So, you evaluate. It's hard to go from making three hundred thousand dollars a year to nothing. Yeah. It's gnarly. Like I thank God. I thank God I was never that good. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I've watched friends Billy Leninovich, like you know he was my best friend man like watch him go through some serious struggle of like I'm not gonna ride for a hundred grand I'm like really like that's heavy yeah, like, yeah I'm, I made 180 last year I'm not gonna ride for a hundred well try being an electrician at 60 yeah like that's the rest of his life you yeah. know so I think you ask any pro rider that went from like a $300,000 a year which seems like it should sustain forever 
it falls off a cliff. Yeah. And then, so, you know, to go back to the... Sorry, we got to, off Cooper. The, no, but yeah, it's just like to put it back into context. It's like, it, it might seem like a crazy deal to like, why are you making such a big deal about paying... Yeah. This money, like, why is that a problem? That yeah, because they is, can buy an investment property for that. Exactly. You yeah. know, and it's just like this is the I've got a window to make money, and I'm being forced to. Yeah. To, I'm being. It should forced be somewhere. all. In, it should be an inclusion. Yeah. It shouldn't be like an at an a la carte. Yeah. Like that. That's. I agree with you, and I don't know if it is or not. Like I don't know today what the what yeah. the but that guy has a first class facility. But everyone's seen it. Like, dude, people, so many people have gone through this program now that they've taken all the knowledge. You have a rat trade program. You have the 83 compound with burner, right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone has knowledge and they're not just the one shop. He's not the the one stop shop. They've learned, he set the standard of all inclusive. I mean, look at Star now. They trump his facility. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's that thing's just a workhorse because they've learned from him. Yeah. Like yeah. Baker's set the standard of what all inclusive lockers, this, that, like that's what it is. It is pretty crazy to think about this one guy that just was not involved in the moto community really at all. Like no. didn't grow up racing, nothing. And he just like, he over the last 25 years has completely changed. Yeah, like he may be the most influential man in motocross. Who, like yeah. who CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Who, who would be, who would have had a bigger impact globally on the sport than him? I, I think, oh man, that's, a, that's it's not far off. I think the, what I would argue is Carmichael was able to get, Carmichael was his platform and why I respect Alden so much and think he's, and we're talking so highly of him is he wasn't arrogant and he wasn't forward facing. He didn't want to be in the thing. He didn't just chirp he just did very true he just did the work and we all respect him because we don't really know but we think we know we've seen guys get sucked out pop off the program we've seen guys succeed in the program but he doesn't change who he is alan baker always sticks to his guns yes it's it's evolved and softened or hardened depending on who the rider is but he sticks to his guns it's a gluten-free diet it's this it's this 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 like it didn't work for dino because that's not a dino program yeah yeah but he didn't change who he was. Dude, he didn't change who he was. How's uh, Chase Sexton and Alden Baker? Oh my god! If that goes down in oh. what twenty twenty four? Yeah, I mean, look at Christian. Oh, that's that, scary to yeah. think about. The regiment. Oh yeah, you got an absolute stud of an athlete. And does that does that happen because Peter Park, who is up in Santa Barbara because that's that's who Chase uses and Chad I think Chad started using yeah, him yeah. and Peter Park's even more behind the scenes than everyone else if something's working does like with Chase the, the trajectory is going right do you change his program? I feel like Chase is the way that I see Chase is that he just wants to win so bad like he's yeah. one of those really like rare rare people that's come into the the sport yeah. and he's like the premier class guy now and he's like he's 
he's got the speed to win. He's got the talent to win. He's like already one of the top. But like all he wants to do is win a title. You could tell Chase Sexton that he needed to eat glass every single morning with his porridge. And he would eat glass yeah, every single morning with his porridge. So, like, in, in my head, if you're Chase and you want to win that title, that's why he's going to Kate. Like, I mean, that's why he's going to KTM, right? Because KTM comes with Alden. It comes with that program. It, like, it seems to me like he's just wanting to push himself into the direction where he can just go... I think Chase wants to be the guy that wins three titles in a row or four titles in a row and then and then bounces. And he's just looking for the formula to do that. And like I said, he'll do anything. Maybe that's a big part of the move because he's the, like you said, yeah. it's not for Dean Wilson. It is damn sure for Chase Sexton. Structure. Oh, and just like, tell confidence. me what to do. Yeah, tell confidence. me what to do. I trust in you. Yeah. In, in like, yeah, I, I mean... I, I think that's a lot of why he's going to KTM, but I think there's a, a big part of it is that he doesn't want to even fuck with the alpha male of Jet Lawrence. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Sorry. Like, the biggest dick energy of an 18-year-old Yeah, ever. like, I think he's going, no, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to let that even in, in, I know that I can go to this team. Yeah. That's every bit as good, if not better than this team. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about, and I can beat this kid and there won't be attention. I can be the alpha male. Like, what Cooper, like, they look at look at the planning. Like, big year for Coop. At Red Bull KTM, it's a big year for all three of those guys. Like, because the alpha male's coming in as in Chase Exit. Yeah. Like, the, the hot kid is, so, could you imagine Coop? And he ain't going to be so much of a kid by then either. No, he's, like, he's, he's, a, he's, he's, he's a, the boss. He's, he's the, the boss, boss hog by the right? end of that. Like, so yeah, that's a big one. Chase Sexton, like this year, this year and the trajectory of confidence through Supercross outdoors, going on to Red Bull KTM, like there's, it's going to be dynamic. Like what that team, the, the Hunger Games will be going down for <laughs> with with Marv, Coop, and, and, AP. and AP. Like I could see Cooper hanging it up if he doesn't perform like he'd want to. Mm. I can just see him going, I'm out. Like I, I, I feel like, though, if Coop doesn't have the year that he wants to have... Bobby which, Hewitt's the Bobby Hewitt's team in Triumph. Fuck, maybe, <laughs> eh? Literally, that's going to be like a 12 No, he's not, because it's a 2025. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Coop hangs it up purely because if he can't get it done with KTM, like he'd probably have something to prove and want to go yeah, to he like has another that. bike. He has you know that. I mean? He has yeah. that, yeah. But uh, yeah, going to uh, Justin Cooper. Well, just like, let Sorry. me linger for a second. <laughs> you just gave me some moto fucking porn of Jet Lawrence versus Chase Sexton. Orange versus red. But yeah, Chase going to KTM and Jet going, like, staying at Honda. Those two, like, dude, first of all, I've, I don't think I've spoke much since the Motocross Nations thing about Jet, but like, what the fuck, dude? He yeah. just, he literally did what we fucking said he was going to do. Yeah. But the way that he passed Sexton, what the fuck, bro? Like, it was so gangster. And then you just think about... That guy cost me like $600 and 100% goggles to buy my kid those stupid donut. Oh, he bought the, you bought him the For pack? Christmas. Yeah, good, good dad. Good dad. That's <laughs> but solid. that's how, dude, this guy, there's no one need six pairs of goggles. Sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> and have donuts all over him. But this kid's influence is insane. Yeah. And his writing backs it up. And it's just, the snowball keeps rolling and rolling and deservingly. But 
Um, yeah, Th- those yeah. two are gonna because they're it's the vil- the villain and there's not villains though. It's just the battle of you're gonna see the the Cooper Webb Ken Roxon thing be nothing because they're gonna have their kids and shit, and these two guys will be and there'll be some like legitimate. Yeah, I mean, from all reports, that's the word is that the, the, what is they call the Lawrence show? Like he just doesn't want to be involved in in oh, the Lawrence show. And it's like I get it. But that's like, that automatically makes you this character now in this story. You know what I mean? Like you've, because you chose to do, go over here, that that then makes you this character of like, I don't want to be around them. I want to go do my own thing. Jet staying put, he's just still, you know, smiles, like, you know, stays the course kind of thing. So I think just that split there and then them racing each other, that is like a, a storyline in itself. And Chase has kind of made himself a certain character in that story. And it's going to be easier for fans to get around Jet's story in that sense, you know I, what I mean? I actually, you just, yeah. We talked about Kenny when we opened this up. He could have stayed there, they said. Could you imagine all three of them on the 450 and outdoors? I don't think that evaluation for money was very big to Kenny to go to stay at Honda. I think it was a slap in the face. No, I heard that the money was good. Really? Okay, so... So I heard... Okay, so that's that's what I... But, like, you think about, man, like... That would be gnarly. That would be gnarly, the the dynamic of the three. And did they just go... uh, Yeah. Also... Just, just to tell you, apparently it's a million dollars. Oh my god! Yeah. So, so I, th- I thought it would have been half of that. Yeah, just because, like, we want you, but like you have these two, and that, that I've that's a big yeah three guys going for a title, three guys can win a title on the four fifty. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be the, the chase and 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 Jet. Like, man, you're gonna see like. That's going to be a two crazy ki- two, level two, in the sport. Two kids, not ki- they won't be kids anymore. He's Chet's a kid, in my opinion, but Chase will be a young, like a, a fucking man. Like, yeah. yeah like, and Jet's coming in. He is the man. He has to get through a year, but man, the amount of fu each of them will have. Oh, it's going to be intense. It's going to be really intense, and then you'll have, it's like Anderson ain't going away. We know that. Yeah. He's only getting better. Um, it, it's just there's a lot of dynamic to all this, but. Wait and see. We got a year. Of, we haven't even started the season yet. We got to before we get them both on different colors, and they got to make it. You know, Chase needs to just stamp the Supercross series. Yeah, like he threw it away last year multiple times, being the fastest guy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, then the next Cooper is Justin Cooper. Um, people of the media guys, shout out to to everyone that's been pushing back on Star, like basically just not letting Cooper ride, like. That is the most fucking ridiculous thing. So like, they won't let him ride the bike. Well, so now that... Well, he wasn't going to race the 450. They're like, oh, yeah. we got nowhere for him to go. I mean, you, yeah, you just put him on a fucking 450. You just put his... You get his bike, and then you just walk it up the ramp that goes in the truck, and then you tie that. it down. Yeah, because they're going to have a mechanic for him outdoors. Yeah, just let the dude fucking ride the ride the bike. I don't, I don't understand. Like, he wins all these... He wins a championship. He wins a motocross of nations. He's like always been your guy. At the very least, he'll whole shot sixteen of the seventeen races. What I, I applaud him for is actually going. Nah, I'm not going to ride for like a bad team, a B level team on a 450. I'll stick to my. I wanted my evaluation. I want to be paid for my evaluation, mm. like and win another outdoor title and like or try to win another. I mean, dude, he proved he was he was all for it. Like, 
I mean, Jet's out, so now he's back, you know, a title contender in the lights So will class. he do the lights outdoors? outdoors. Yeah, just let him run a 450. I know. Just let it get... It's another bike on the line. But does he dilute... Does he dilute his stock if he doesn't perform on it? So when is... You know what I'm saying? Does he dilute his stock if he's like 15th? I'm not... I'm just... Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but I'm... No, I'm trying to give you like a good answer i guess it's just like you are who you are though you know like it, it'd be like ducking a good fighter you know it's like all right oh, I, I mean we can confidently say that but in his head he's like man i'm not gonna go out there unprepared and get 12th because i'm worth yeah what well, is yeah that's if he's unprepared i guess but i think he's been right did you see the instagram clip of him no dude for, what clip was that did you dude i don't know but i saw a clip of him riding the 450 that looks so sick yeah let's have a he's the guy is legit like and obviously his he he's been so he's so secretive about his injuries usually we don't really know yeah this might be it yeah like he looks fucking fast he looks small but he looks fucking fast oh man he is this guy's bad Oh, he's a fucking G. Look at that. He's he's a Cooper Webb, too, with that mental toughness, man. Like, yeah. you can't really rattle this dude. Oh, I mean, Motocross Nations was about... He's stamp it. Yeah, like, that's about <laughs> as good as it gets. Like, if you can be the lights rider that wins Motocross Nations for America in America, like, that's a big ask, and you, yep. just, you did that, you know? Yeah, he looks... I think uh, it's good <laughs> like, to see him. Like, he looks good, right? Very good. You know, so I don't, I don't think that he's, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like how prepared he is. Oh, he's got a vlog too. Sick. Shout out to Cooper, Justin Cooper's vlog. But yeah, the when I heard that they were just like not gonna have a bike for him to race, it's like, what are you doing? Like, just give the dude. You already have eighteen people on your. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. Is it speaking of star? You're the last team that can claim we don't have bike. We don't. <laughs> you got everyone. You, like KTM, we get it. You bring in these new models at like dumb parts, but these guys, well, they have a new 450. I, yeah. There you go. Have that, you rode it yet? No, man, I haven't. You didn't get the invite to the Melbourne one. Yeah. No, but I, it I looks really either. good. It looks really good. Yeah. It looks really good. That's why I'm I'm half thinking because I'm gonna have to get a essentially a desert bike next year it's a really so I don't think I'm gonna I don't know that I'll get a 350 it looks I, good man that bike that Yamaha looks sick I'm either I'm either gonna get a Yamaha 450 for the des or a Suzuki 450 but call up Tucker and get some factory shells there you go there you go but yeah they, they apparently everyone that's rode him said they're fucking good yeah I don't think it'll be bad but yeah I mean that's another guy to throw into the mix for the <laughs> 450 like dude it's gonna be crazy yeah yeah we're, we're with bogle like is yeah. bogle racing is he Sealy on that's a 450. sick yeah. oh yeah moto so concepts you do we got freezy he's he, light and lights a world sx, world SX only so who's moto concepts got brayton no he's out uh oldenburg yeah right so that's Oldenburg and you have man like um, who else would you have like Seeley would be like he, he's just not the same pace as yeah, yeah. those guys anymore but like Dino's in there Dino's Dino's in there Konsky yeah it's a crazy season man like Dino could get 18th the first round but and, or and, he could do good too no no like, that's not, but I was yeah like uh, there is so many guys I mean there's so many guys like 
I think and and Nap finally was like, yeah, I'm out. Like, yeah. I just like, yeah. I can't rap about getting smoked that much more. The LCQ will be fast as fuck this yeah, year. Yeah, it's it's um, it's uh, a legit um deal. Uh, I, I'm like one guy. I think you know I wanted to touch on was Adam Cincerello. Yeah. Like, I really hope you know. So we, what's the rumors are that he's his, still struggling? His elbow, his hands going to sleep. So he went on pulp the other day. Did he like? Oh, mention, did he talk about it? I, I don't know. Did you listen to it? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I heard he's having his hands going numb, which you can't have. You can't have. And man, it just it seems so cliche it just seems ironic that his best friend the baseball player dude he just ended his career because he had an elbow injury as oh, well really? he had surgery on it try to get it fixed but just called it he was like a professional baseball player in double a but man adam i think you know the highs and lows he's he went to one of those rhino retreats you know he's trying to find out his thing you know i i feel for the guy i just he has so much to offer our sport i just hope that he can either end in peace like he can end the way he it's not gonna end the way he envisioned I he, he think you know he was set for multiple titles yeah. he was set for all these things but it's definitely not there right now his back's against the wall like he's not raced since Millville I think um, multiple surgeries he had an early injury in the year there's just so much unknown um, and I just hope that he can you know ride this next chapter the way he hopes he can like that what he put into it, he can get out. Yeah, yeah. Because he deserves it, and the, we we deserve it as fans to see that guy up on the podium. He's so fun, but we haven't been able to see that part of Adam because of the highs and lows. I can't even fathom putting on that fun, articulate like face yeah. without being happy and without knowing what your body will do. Like I can imagine, like if it's happening, knowing man, I hope my hand doesn't go numb so I crash in the whoops. Like you said, it can't happen. Yeah, no, you just can't you, you be can't, out there you, with that shit. Um, so. That leads me to my... The other guys, Savachi's riding the Pro Circuit Kawasaki. He crushed it in Melbourne on the WSX. Dude, like, he was riding so good. I just don't... Like, you it, look at him and I'm like, where is he making up this time? Oh, he was like, so... Like, where is he fast? Dude, he was so good, right? Like it's crazy. And I saw him in the elevator and he was so small, so lean. Like, you can tell he's all in. He wants to be on a carry. I, I, and he wants to be on what he's good at on good on and feels good on so I, I give him props to him and his dad and the people around him like nah we're just gonna roll the dice be on this is he gonna show what's he gonna show up on is he gonna show up or is he just gonna like work himself until like the spot opens up mm. cause I seen the clamps on his bike the pro circuit like raw finish clamps like looking at his stuff so is is AC like confident he can get through I think that's that's that spot that Savachi slide into. Is he gonna ride a per circuit Cowie four fifty like Tick did? Yeah. On yeah. the side. Um like we said we didn't talk about him, so like that's another guy. He was straight up as fast as Kenny. Tickle. Like, no, um Savachi. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And like yeah, yeah. that's another guy in the four fifty main, right? Like and I think he's trying his best to rewrite his story, like make him he's not a very approachable kid. Like he doesn't he struggled like articulating his energy his well i think he was like <clears throat> with joey it's like that he's the first kind of kid to he was like the first of the mtf babies almost Dude, he had the know? big man on campus attitude yeah the mtf kid yeah, yeah right like and um when jdr folded he came to orange brigade and i got to be in part of his team yeah with james coy there and you could just feel the sense of like me against the world 
Yeah, it was always like that. You even know? at even at JDR, like he had like a weird Vibe. weird attitude towards it. And that kind of came from MTF, I feel. But I feel like he's the But he's changing that narrative. Let me get that straight. Like that's yeah. the past, Joey. Let's not talk about his past with the Well you now. think about like he but he lived in AC shadow. Like he lived in every, when you got these the, the Cooper webs yes. and the glass, like he was a kid that was always as fast as them but didn't have what they had the marketability but then now you like if you zoom back you're like yeah but just not everyone can not like, it's everyone. just amateur motocross racing yeah. like he's the kid that he ended up with that to, you're the kid that ended up with that he just wanted to go I won I want the ride yeah I did good I want the ride like there's more to it's it just, yeah, it's just it's, not it, how it works it's like it, he's proof that you kind of have to be not a little shit also yeah yeah and I know that there was like uh filmers that didn't like him and so it's like he wasn't getting the instagram clips wasn't getting the like the you know yeah. the video features and stuff that other people I mean, you look at dino and you look at savachi yeah on paper the last five years savachi's actually done way better yeah. but dino's had a ride yeah and once again this is not a dig on savachi it's more of like he's changed the narrative man like i think like i saw him in the elevator like dude my son's just tripping and Joey Savacci in front of him and I'm like, he's like so he's trying and it, it doesn't come easy to him and I can appreciate that he's trying you know he's not on social media like he doesn't want to be someone he's not yeah yeah so um, going back to the writing like that's what we're here talking about the writing is he has it man and if you yeah, know he looks so good so let's hope that he's got a base of riding a base of races he's done he's got confidence does he ride a Rick Weir racing bike? The guy funds him, just rides a pro circuit bike like he did at WSX. Once again, proof you don't need a factory bike. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, uh, yeah, the whole Adam thing, like, I feel like Adam's kind of our Daniel Ricciardo. Like, <sighs> he would be. He's, he's kind of like the guy that if, you, if you're telling your friend about Supercross that doesn't know much about him, AC would be probably the guy that you would kind of point him towards you know just like super likable always smiling like very yeah. personable stylish great style like cool everything about him you just is like want a, him to win yeah he's just like That's a cool a great, great kind of guy so it's like when you're talking about formula one you'd be like oh you should like go follow like daniel ricardo like that's he's like the cool you know he's the coolest guy so ac is our dr i think yeah in that in that sense he's like into cool music Dude, and he's got he's stuff got going style, on outside yeah. of the sport so it's like if if that's true like i haven't so and one, he has nick way in his corner which is an, another crazy cool guy yeah it like and then he's the mcadoo like their crew is so so balanced with people and like real real talk they're not just blowing yeah, smoke, yeah, blowing yeah, trumpets yeah. up yeah. each other's butts so yeah, I, I, that's the great correlation. He we just he just needs it to fall right for him. Yeah, like, for like so we need him. Like, we do. You know, we need him in our sport. Like he's one of our marquee guys. Maybe yep. results wise, the last few years, whatever. But yep. in terms of him as a human being, that yep. is a professional motocross racer. Definitely need him. He's yep. one of our best representatives that I think that we've got. And I, uh, yeah, I what I thought he was going to come on the podcast before like this season but he doesn't doesn't he want to do it just yeah, yeah i heard i you know swap uh don made is one of my mentors and good friends and i was listening to their podcast we're uh working on my bike the other night and uh 
he tried. He said he did, he did a full interview and talked. He was like, "Yeah, don't use that. Please just delete it." Yeah, and that's heavy because he was just like this charismatic. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, what, I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And Don was just sharing that. In the same way, we're talking about him in that same breath of like, yeah. "This guy is awesome. We feel for you." You know. So, yeah. um, yeah, we. I mean, yeah, I should listen to the pulp thing because I'd be interested to, I guess, hear what. Yeah. Like, yeah, what they spoke about or whatever. But yeah, I was like, I was bummed. I was like, oh, okay, fair. Like, I get it. You know, if you don't wanna, don't wanna do it. But. I think he's trying to find himself. Like you, you could. Im- I can't imagine. Like since he's eight, it's just so much pressure, so much spotlight, always on, always be that guy. Maybe he just wanted to not be on. Mm. Maybe he wanted to be more like Savachi and be like. Pfft, yeah, yeah, I'm not posting nothing. I'm, and he had, dude, he stopped. Yeah, for how long? Months and months of like not letting us into his world because he didn't like who he was or didn't like where he was going and needed. In well, there's a weird thing that happens, and it's why I don't post much, like in my personal life. Like, and that's even like going to Dubai. Like, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't post about and like yeah, yep. fuck all because I don't know. There's a weird. It's just a weird thing that happens like this is like my job and I, I treat this like my job like I don't want it to be like my personality and I don't want every part of myself to be on the internet to be like engaged with and ju- like I just kind of like I was just sitting in a fucking box in Dubai like trying to make some shit happen and like, Man. It was, I didn't want I don't know I didn't want to I didn't want to like and I felt shit for a lot of it to be completely honest like I was just sitting so you- having all that doubt and like all you know just my none of my friends are here I don't know anyone like what am I fucking doing but all that and then there's the urge to then you post about it you talk about it and then you get this response back and then it's like it ends up like affecting fully the way that you live you know so it's it does like, man i i can i can tell you i've i wouldn't say struggle but i think about that a lot like so i like to support people because i've had people support me my whole life right but i think it's reciprocal people support me because i support them yeah you support me i support you like yeah. right we you know um the electron guys sent a car from the u.s for me to try because i talked about one on something yeah right i did a reel today I'm 42 years old, dude. Yeah. I felt the need to post an Insta banger of me riding a two-stroke and tagging Electron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt the need not to build my ego because I felt the need to share that this is a rad product. Yeah, yeah. But I get insecure that people think I'm making it about, I think I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. That's the same. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Well, like, yeah, because there's such I a... don't care about the metric, the like or the tag, yeah. or like the, the metric of the post, but I feel... Do people think I'm trying to think I'm rad? Because I'm not. I'm a balding dad with gray hair with three kids that are way cooler than I am and a hot (laughs) wife. But I post these things and I'm like, fuck, like tagging 100%. Well, I I feel part of the brand because I was like the fourth guy there testing shit. Not because I want free shit, but it's become a habit. And it's become a thing that I want people to think that that's a rad product because I think it's a rad product. But do I do this at my season of life? I work for the largest e-commerce store in Australia, MX store, and I get to work with intense. I don't need to tag them. I work for them. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to support them. Like I have, I, this sounds bad. So, no, it's a weird, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's a, like a weird dynamic. And I then, like to support people that do cool shit. Yeah. But like, and that, <laughs> I think sorry. in your, no, in your case, like it's just genuine. So like <laughs> the thing that you always have to look at i think like under the the base layer yeah. of everything that you should do you should just look at what your real intention is right and like if you can be 
if you can be honest and if you can look at your if you can zoom out and look at yourself and like okay this is my genuine intention for like posting this yeah, or yeah, saying yeah, yeah. this or doing this and if it's like cool then fuck it that's all like if it's a genuine intention then you should do it no matter if people could say oh yeah, why yeah, are you yeah. tagging 100 percent? well you're <laughs> dude you work for like all those things like yeah, the yeah, negs yeah. that you just put again yeah. then it doesn't matter if it's but, genuine but if when you're looking at yourself you are going like oh i'm only i'm posting this for i want the feedback and that's what i think in my personal life the times where i have I've noticed that where I'm like, oh, I'm feeling a bit shit. <laughs> like, but if I post something, like I'll have a thousand people see it and I'll have a, a bunch of comments and then I'll start getting messages and then I'll be out. So then you like, so I know like, oh, my intention there like kind of wasn't quite right. But then it's just that whole mess of doing something and then it gets feedback and then that feedback gets to you and then you modify your behavior based on that feedback and it's all right in smaller ish doses or whatever but when you're so to eight that point with ac see, right yeah, yeah, yeah. so like when you're a pro rider that's been under the spotlight your entire life like in the same way that i said like i'm i don't want this podcast to be like my identity i want it to be a thing i show up for and a job that i want to do really fucking well and yeah it's a business like this is like economics behind this but it's not who i am it's not like my self-worth doesn't go up and down with like how many people listen or the fucking blah, blah, blah. So it's like, but when you're an athlete and you've done that for your entire life and you've, you're only known as that and then your income is tied to that and then you've had that feedback loop, not because, and so I think this is where it's a little bit different with like professional sportsmen is that that shit comes along with being good at sport. So like that feedback loop, right? So it's not like he's signing up for that. So when people, just a normal person posts on Instagram or like me, I chose to start this podcast, right? So like I knew going into it that there would be this, I would then be engaged in like Mm. this feedback loop. But when you're an eight-year-old kid that's like insanely good at motocross, you can't have any fat, like you don't fathom the fact that in 30 or 20 years i'll be 28 i'll be one of the fucking most famous riders in the world and i will have constant scrutiny so it's like and that's what casey couldn't reconcile with you know he if if casey stoner genuinely could have just showed up to the track raced the bikes with no one in the crowds no cameras no nothing and they just like wrote down the winner that's the series he would have been in but there's no separation between like church and state when it comes to you professional it. motocross and media or like professional sport and Shane media. Shane McElrath, dude. Shane McElrath just was like, I'm coming out of, out of retirement. My wife's been posting for me for the last year or two years because I just couldn't deal with it. But I recognized it's part of my job. Yeah. Like his value isn't that great because he's not showing like go once again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if you want your value, you have to be a in like Ricardo is a prime example. Yeah, like he yeah. gives us, he feeds us, yeah. feeds us what, you know, whether what he wants us to think or what he is thinking. Cause I don't know. I'm like at all, usually you're friends, but 
you know, Shane McElrath just did nothing. So his value to sponsors, to media, and in the moto industry, as we know, man, yeah, someone, just fighting for everything. someone gives you a sticker they want to post. Yeah. Someone gives you a thousand bucks, you got to sell your soul for that thousand bucks. Like, yeah. So he's just like, nah, I want to do my job. Well, his job, in his eyes, was just performing on the track, but it's evolved to more now being in the public eye, being a pro- professional. So, yeah, AC, man, can he get it right? Will, will Savachi take his ride? Um, or not take his ride. Will he fill in? Where will they go? Those are two hitters. Yeah. The, the thing with AC though is like, let's say, and again, I know literally nothing about the situation. Like I hope, Oh, I, nothing. I, I hope so much. I'm just that, a fan. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's so I, don't, rad. I don't even know nothing. Yeah. So. so I don't, I don't know, but like if, if that is true and he is having those problems and it's going numb and he can't ride like, First of all, he's got a job within the sport. Like, I think when he does the announcing and when he's in the booth and on track, like, he's class, bro. Like, yeah. he is straight up one yep. of the best dudes at it. Yeah, and he's, he's only done it a handful of times. So, he would, for me, I'm like, all right, if you can't be out there, then we need you in here yep. 100%. Selfishly. Yeah. But would that be what he would want to do if he couldn't end up, like, getting his yeah. health fixed? Like, probably not. Nope. So it's like, I don't know, man. Gosh, I just hope that would be so heartbreaking. Like he came out, did he podium last year first round, or was he? He was fast first round. First round, he was fast. Yeah, like so he's he has speed. Yeah, he has speed. Like best lap. Well, his first year, he was like the fastest guy pretty much every single. Yeah, he's having his crashes, all his crashes. But oh man, if he can turn around, um, going into other guys like I think I said Plessinger, big. Plus, Marvin's Marvin. Like, he could win a race. He, he's going to be just Marv, like, yeah. staple guy. But I think AP's a, a big, like, question mark with what he does on Red Bull KTM. Um, and then Christian Craig. Man, people, someone told me he wins a race this year. Uh, a guy at one of the motos, motocross tracks here in Oz was like, how's Christian going to do? I'm like, I don't know, man. He's He looks better than ever. Like, He's like, he's going to win a race. I'll bet you 50 bucks. I'm like, dude, I'll take that bet. Yeah. But not because I don't like Christian. I'll think, but that's just good odds. It's it's yeah. good odds. And I'm like, man, could he? Like, he could. Dude, he, I could. he could. But like, Malcolm could too? Could yeah. he? Like, Oh, in- there's a... The, the pile <laughs> of like, who could win a race is about as big as it's ever been. But the pile of who so will who could, win who, a race... Who could win? Like, really, like, think about it. Like Christian Craig could definitely win a race. You think so? Yeah. Why not? 25 minutes. I think 25 minutes of holding off Sexton, Tomac. There'd have to be a big pile up. Yeah. Like a triple crown. He can win a triple crown. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. But I'm saying like oh, yeah. I could see a world yeah, where yeah, yeah. he wins a, a race. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe it's not like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Dominates Basically, all those guys all for factory, 25 laps. All factory Husky and all of KTM and all of Honda. Like, yeah. Pretty much every factory team. Could win a race. Could win a race. Yeah. Like, both guys. But who will win a race? Like, so then there's... So, for me, there's, like, two piles, right? <laughs> yeah. So, there's the who could win a race. Fucking heaps of them. Who will win a race? Tomac. That pile gets real smaller. Tomac. So, like... And this is definitely, right now, we can say, without a doubt, they will win a race next year. Okay. I'll go first. Tomac. Anderson. Sexton. Sexton. Yeah, Sexton. Cooper. Webb. I'm, I, he will win one. Did he win one last year? Yeah, I don't think he did. I don't think he did, dude. I don't think. I think he's the first. He, yeah, he didn't. Yeah. yeah. I think he, they, I, they multiple times the first guy to not back up a title or so, like to not win a race. 
right? Um, but I think this year he'll win one. Um, Kenny could win one. Is he in the could pile or will pile? Fuck, that's that's it. So that's what I mean. There's two. There's that the who will one hundred percent win a race is Eli, Kenny, Chase, and Ando. That's, that's like the that's, straight like yeah, they just one hundred percent will yeah, will it. win it. Everyone win. like the coulds are there's a big pile of coulds because <laughs> they're all crazy. badass motherfuckers. But back in the day, there wasn't there was there was only five coulds. No, uh, no three woods. Yeah, like you had McGrath, coulds. Carmichael, McGrath, Carmichael, right? Chad, James, yeah, right, and then no no coulds. No yeah, yeah, like they, they were twenty five seconds ahead. Now they're just ticking like first second third across the finish line yeah right it's not the, the it's sick yeah so that there's a i think yeah the could pile is just massive like yeah. there's so many yeah, dudes that there could is. so yeah when you say could could christian wait craig yeah. in a race fuck 100 percent. yeah could like, malcolm 100 percent. yep could plus 100 percent. yep but it's like we're not gonna be like i you never saw that coming nah yeah no there's no way <laughs> plusinger is a champion dude look at the champion base webb like there's like twelve champions. Yeah. Malcolm Stewart, Christian Craig, Justin Bogle, uh, Justin Bogle, Justin Dean Barsha, Wilson. Dean Wilson. Yeah. Like the top. Ken Roxton. There's like fifteen. I mean, I'm using. There's like fifteen, eighteen champions. Yeah. It's incredible. What yeah, we're and in it, store for. it's like the. I think it's the. We are entering a new era, though. But guys are staying on longer. Yeah. Look yeah. at all the dads, dude. There's a lot of dad bods. Christian Craig has the Brady Bunch, just freaking everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I can't talk. I have the same kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, he's it's it's a we're in a really good space with personality, um, bike changes, like all this cool stuff. Like Tomex on a new bike, yeah, same team, new bike. Um, yeah, it's Kenny going backwards within like tech. Um, do we dive into lights class a little bit? Yeah. What else we got, Griff? What other what, what I'm missing? Tom Biel. That's lights class. Perfect yeah. segue. How's he going? How's he go? Fast and crash. Yeah. Fast and crash. It's going to be real hard. I it's going to be real hard. He's still trying to figure out his electricity <laughs> bill. Trust me. I've been there this time of year for a guy. So I was with, when Kenny moved to the yeah. US, he lived just around the corner, pretty much had a bedroom in our house to get away from his old boy because he wasn't allowed to do any yeah. fun shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kenny had his house where he slept That's and awesome. then our house, which was like the fun house. <laughs> and that whole, that whole period of time, it's just like, oh, I got to go pick up a fucking car. I got to go change oh. this. I got to go do my my license. I got, dude. The a lot f- of logistics. So much shit Ferrandis, that Tom BL is going to have to deal with. Ferrandis was the first um, racer that I heard say, I miss home. I remember him going, I miss home. This has been way harder than I thought. It's so like, gnarly. like, like it's hard. Like I look at me moving here and I think about, you know, friends that I have, I'm a, I can't even imagine. I was moving here and just going to work. And you were 40. Yeah. I can't even imagine. <laughs> like you've done this shit for years. I can't even imagine. Any rider that races abroad props. It is insane. The amount of infrastructure you have to have behind you to be able to focus on, you to perform and not all the outside white noise that is life right yeah, and you're like just, just life getting pulled like you said, in so many directions driver's license car insurance yeah toll bills on the 91 freeway that you didn't need yeah <laughs> like yeah. dude it's heavy so tom vial i think is um it's rad I'm, I'm stoked we have another you know world champion over like he's gonna be fast um i think 
Max Lowell and his teammate. This is a zero hero. Yeah, he'll be good. Zero hero. When you're on a team like Red Bull, he has this is his third year on that team as a lights guy, which I'm so surprised they kept him. Yeah. Like not because he's not worth it, but, but I, just because I normally like they, they stopped, didn't perform out. But there's something there. We've seen it. You're like he has to be good. Yeah. He let's hope he's good. Kid's rad. His dad's even cooler. Um. Yeah, they have a rad little lights team. Then Mosman, I think Mosman's gonna do Mosman things. Is he on Gas Gas? Gas Gas. Yeah. Like. Um, he was so good last year, like in terms of elevated, like yeah. his riding. Yeah, he level. he's incredible, but I just think he has that brain fart thing like that he always just tucks the front. Or, but you know, I said he's super. You know, one of our OG podcast guys, like he's one of the dirtiest guys. Like yeah. he's aggressive, he's fast. Well, he hasn't really changed it too much. <laughs> but, I don't think he's trying to fight your stereotype. <laughs> but um, Pierce Brown. You know what's funny too, right? So just <laughs> just go a little bit deeper on it. Everyone would always say. Andrew Short was like the dirtiest Dude, guy. He was. Right? So full Christian. Yeah. Like as Christian as it gets. <laughs> yes. And nicest guy same in with, the world. Same with Miles Mosman. He's married at like 19. Yeah. Christian as all get out and one of the nicest guys but in the world. Maybe because he's married and he's getting laid now, he's going to be way smoother. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, dude. Imagine. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, can you go to that? Mosman's sick. I, gosh, I, I, he I rides, say, he he's a good kid too, man. Yeah, he's a he's nice. A, if he, Jackson Richardson's hanging out with people like that, yeah, yeah, you're you gotta good, be cool. You're cool, yeah. right? Like. Uh, uh, go to that the team vid. Let's watch VL ride some soupy. I think um, that was on. Uh, I was, I was just Larry Brooks, dude. 1992. That's such a good crash. <laughs> just clip your. That's something I would do. It's <laughs> <laughs> so relatable. Uh recent let's let's see how he looks and so everyone That's thinks right. frenchy's ride um soupy all the time i've I've kind of dug into this kid and listened and read he didn't do that french series like a lot of people he's like a motocross bread Frenchie. yeah okay so he didn't do like all those french supercrosses that most people do um, dude how is this set up that ktm has campus um, out the back of there you know all the, how they're segmented buildings now yeah, yeah. it should be opening soon it's like what so if you go like keep going up hot springs and then yeah, you go open, down over the hill you know up towards the airport oh, they're yeah, having yeah. a full campus like massive dude their race shop has eight semis up the board dude so this is you live in Australia now right and you understand that there's zero fucking tracks because of noise from housing complaints does it not blow your fucking <laughs> mind when you watch this footage and you see this? Like, I used to live, no shit, 400 meters from this track yep. right now. Yep. This is America, dude. That is literally America in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, that was a, like a landfill. That was a small, like, recycling. You can see some of the stuff that was actually recycled, like, uh, yard waste. And so they couldn't do nothing with it. And the council would rather take the money than have it sit there and then tell everyone else to be quiet, right? Is this, is, am I getting this right? This is the one that... This is in, right behind the race shop. Okay, yeah. So this is where, this like, is I used town. to literally so live up on the So the people watching this, this is in town. Like, yeah. this is in Temecula. Like, right, there's an airport. And that's the other thing. That the zoning for is why they could do it. Because there's an airport run where the king's up against it. So. Yeah, French Valley, eh? Uh, yeah. But, dude, watching this, more cool shit. This guy looks good. Yeah, he how, looks, do you, how he, are you thinking? I'm thinking podium. Yeah, dude, I, I would think so too. Like, you just got a guy... I look at his whoops, like, he doesn't look like he's... 
over. He's not looking like he's overriding the bike, trying to be Mr. Scrub Daddy. He looks seasoned. The whoops at this track look absolutely massive. Too, this is the year of the whoops. Everyone's tracks are gnarly with whoops. Except for Australian. Yeah, it'd be um, it'd definitely be cool. I feel like we've missed him as like a player in the lights class. It hasn't been for a while. Though. Yeah, it's like Kenny Marv kind of era, you know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah having a factory. There's something about a factory lights kit. Yeah, right. Um, Tom Vial, Max Fullen. McAdoo, Shimoda is going to be really good this year. I think this is the year for Shimoda to really do good. Jets West. Yeah. Let's hope Vial's East. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, yeah. everyone just jumps to the East It'll coast. literally be just Jet. <laughs> like no one else will end up. I know. I, I do think it's going to be a bit of a bummer. Like the only, the only thing is, you know, sometimes when you're just a shoe in, shit gets sideways. But he's been a shoe in every, like, really, since that first year. One guy that's a dark, I wouldn't say dark horse, but kind of in the sense of Rolo Realm, Faulkner. You think Faulkner comes and does good? I think I'd like to see him do good. He's kind of, he's got some F you and him duty. I see he's doing his vlogs. I remember seeing Faulkner when he just started getting real popular on social media, and he was riding his scooter and doing all these crazy, sc I was like, man, just do it on a BMX bike. And I see he's hanging out with Andy Buckworth. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, doing vlogs, and I feel he's finding his himself yeah yeah he's like doing more like he's a talented kid doing yeah. like life shit like yeah. skating and bmx and like being a kid um and he's married well, he's not a kid anymore but i think that's the stuff that makes him feel good dude having a chick that hot would have to fuck with your head though i reckon <laughs> <laughs> surely oh man i think that's I don't know. Like, like, dude, I don't know if I'd want to sign up for that kind of commitment <laughs> just dude, to be around that all the time. May, maybe why he keeps her in Oklahoma. I don't know. Yeah, that seems like a full time <laughs> job. Right? That'd be like, that'd be like a chick that you just know your husband has a massive yeah. cock. Just be like, <laughs> you're not playing sports. <laughs> you're, not, you're not going anywhere oh, where people can fucking see what oh you got going on. Gosh. You ain't going anywhere. Uh, and he's so young, and they're so they're just so young. Um, <laughs> To live like, oh, I watched, uh, yeah, I was never fast enough to pull the hottest chick. <laughs> or if I had the hottest chick, the faster I got her from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but I think Fortner's, he, he looks fast. I've, he's got a vlog. It's pretty rad. Um, he just does cool shit. Um, don't know him from Adam. Just a young, fast kid. Yeah. But Pro Circuit's got a pretty hitting, like, Heavy rider difference. Yeah, Ryder D. D. That'd be cool. I think he's going to be like not winning races or whatnot, but I think the long game, I think he rides pretty calculated. Um, and not, do you think Deegan races Supercross this year? East Coast? Yeah, I'd say so. God, he's I, so cool. So I have zero so, intel no me neither that's why so, I, I have zero i love this yeah. i actually love over being over here i'm so disconnected sometimes i have fomo but i can be a better fan yeah and dude i just his uh mini o's races the commitment that's why i reckon like he did so good and they kept talking about how like they just going through the motions get, doing stuff i'm like he doesn't like these a races no more he doesn't want to stay here anymore yeah yeah so i think the so the plan for them that like so this is the last update that i got right so this was before minios was that no not riding supercross gonna ride motocross next year but then uh from 
again for no intel you go to minio's Dude, that shit was crazy. Like, did you watch the moto where he come from yeah, last to first? Yeah, I, I guess I watched it. Yeah, I watched the entire amateur the, moto. When the, was the last time you did that? And you know what? The talent he was racing was not that good. It was the, the track was nasty. Gnarly, yes. And when I say talent, those kids are really fast. Like those kids, like there's not a name that the people watching this would know. And in that, those kids that are up front in that moto live around that area. No gator back, like the back of their hand. But the way he had that, he didn't need to win that. But he wanted to win that yeah. because he doesn't want to lose. It was in the damn near dark. You can't teach someone that grit. Yeah. You can't teach someone to just want to win at all costs. I mean, sorry, you can't buy that. Everyone talks about their resource, their resource, their money. Yeah, yeah. You can't buy what this kid has. You can't buy it. You can't put it. If you could put it in a jar, jar and sell it, you'd be a billionaire. Yeah. Brian didn't buy that jar of what, what, uh, Hayden has because if he did he'd give it to Hux yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but ah uh, man he's looking spicy he's yeah looking. that that was a crap like that's the first amateur moto I've just sat and watched because everyone's like you gotta How watch this you gotta watch this gnarly was the track that and yeah you're right like the track was so cooked <sighs> and he was dead dead last and was just the way that he was There's passing people... There's not a people, lot of places to pass, and he was making it happen. Just riding crazy lines and just got faster Dude. and faster and faster and faster. And then on the last lap, just, he, it's like man, he just willed. He did a Cooper Webb. Yeah. That was a Cooper Webb. I've seen Cooper do that in that... A, at Gatorback. Oh, right? really? Like Dakota Alex. Dude, Dakota oh, Alex would be a different rider if there wasn't a Cooper. Oh, yeah, he had yeah. to, because he just got Coopered every yeah. time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I think based on that performance at Midios, they're, like, they're probably thinking like, there's just not, what's the point? So, and I think they're going to have Dax Bennett be their A guy. Yeah. Like okay. all year. Yeah. Like all year. Cause LeBlanc didn't make it done right off the back. There's a few of them that, off the back Romano he's there he's there yeah. he's still on yeah. um, who else you got on star you got um, did, the, 55 guys Jordan who? Smith oh oh that'll be good does he change the narrative maybe not <laughs> but like it'll be fucking quick fast in the whoops MTF kid fast yeah. in the whoops yeah yeah no I, I, dude I actually think yeah I, I've, I would bet money at this point with no intel that yeah Deegs rocks up and does a couple because what like what the way that he rode was a pro not like a pro ride but it was like a dominant yes, pro it, ride. It, it was like a guy it was just extremely obvious so not he very was obvious, another level yeah. he was on another level like those kids people don't realize in the world in the globe Americans know that have raced those now if you're not going to amateur nationals you don't know okay in America those kids all have incredible speed. Yeah, they're fast. All of them. Yeah. Every, every if there's 40 kids, they're all fast yeah. in their region. Like, you'd be mind blown. But not all of them have the race craft. The small amount of them have, they can all scrub, whip, whoops, everything. That's why they've leveraged their house to be there. Yeah. But not many have that it factor of making it look slow, making yeah. it look easy like a pro. And that's what Hayden and, had. And, and you could just visibly see the work that he put in and like you got a guy like Dax who's the next big thing he'll be riding for star as well like he's gonna be a pro he's yep. he's a guy that yep. he's gonna graduate the, yep. the way that a normal guy graduates yep. right 
but he got fucking pumped by Hayden in that. Like you could just visibly see the difference. This is a kid that's just outworked everybody. Yep. And when I look at Jet and and when I see Jet right, and I look and I'm like, oh, so they're kind of fucked now because like just look at the way he rides a bike. Like it's technically so much better than these guys yep. that like he's just doing this different thing that you're like really going to struggle to learn how to do yeah yeah and then but with hayden i see it more of like the work perspective like here's a guy that dropped it in the first turn yep on the gnarliest track yep. and just outworked every like you could just visibly see the work that this kid's put in and that he, if that moto went for another 10 minutes he could have just kept like he yeah, could have kept yeah. if it went for another 20 minutes he, he, he could have kept going he was incredible looking at the star lineup real quick yeah Hayden Deegan I hope he lines up yeah I'd say he will that's sick yeah Levi Kitchen man that's the that's probably that's a Jason Anderson like he has a lot of Jason Anderson in him that's um, probably my guy from star this year that I think I think that's gonna be like a big breakout year for, for um, Levi Kitchen Thrasher man this is a year right he won he's yeah, and he won the year before Atlanta. in Georgia, the Atlanta yeah, yeah, races. Yeah, so like, yeah. he had a rough year last year, like highs and lows. He should be legit. Jordan Smith, um, Romano, um, who's forty? Dude, I forgot about that. Move. That'd be pretty cool. Styles is that? Yeah, he could. could this good. whole this whole group. Uh, so Levi will win, I think. But yeah, that's a very strong team, man. Yeah. Man, that's I cannot believe Jordan Smith got a star ride. He'll be fast until he's until he won't be. <laughs> but uh, another epic human. Let's hope he performs. Um, who else? What other pro yeah, circuit? What other, what other topics we got? Oh, we stay on the lights. Who else we got in the lights class? Well, then you got the Lawrence brothers. Probably don't need to talk about them. First podcast ever. I'm just not really going to talk yeah, about yeah. the Lawrence, Lawrence brothers. Is, what do you got about for us? They, hey, they know. They know. The people listening know. No. Who's on Husky? Swole and... What's that? Hampshire. Man, Hampshire... He's just good. He's always good. He's always good, but he's like a Smith, right? But, like, doesn't break. He's not as fragile. Yeah. Swole, let's hope, like, that Dino podcast with talking about Swole, dude, so, like, what a heartbreaking thing that you want. We knew it happening. I, I don't know. Yeah, I hope Swole does it well. Like, the, man, there's the sports in such a sick place. Like, yeah, that, you, like you take Swole in 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 any of these guys, and he's right there. Like, yeah. he's there. Like Mosman, there. Like the lights class is just as deep as I think. There's the guys that will win. Lawrence, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, Shimoda. I think wins Shimoda a, a and race Forker, for sure. Yeah, and Forker, yeah. I think they'll split those guys up. Yeah, McAdoo and, wins one. McAdoo wins one. I, th- I actually would say McAdoo's just below them, man. Maybe I'd say, yeah. Just like in between that group and this group. Yeah. So, yeah, but the, the could bucket is like everyone else on a factory on team. On a team, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And I think that probably won't go fully into like the rule uh, change, but... Mac- where does McElrath race? Does he race lights? I'm pretty sure he's going in for HEP. Oh, is he? For okay. Hartraff, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Skinny's teammate. Yeah. But he'll be on Twisted T-Truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's gnarly that they just fully got like 
progressive over here, Twisted Tea. That, I mean, you, you got to do it. You like, got you, you can't have Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. You could have Red Bull with Twisted Tea. I better be a banger. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably Kenny uh, probably will too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a, we're set for, um, Oh, it's going to be a, and we're, and we're missing out, man, on so many guys. Like, what about these guys? Like there's that many epic guys. Uh, some local guy like privateer dudes, Barrex got, um, yeah, Masterpool and oh, Wageman. Cool. So Wageman went from Solitaire or that not Solitaire, but it's it's Ryan Clark's team. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and to Barrex Suzuki. But speak, how about Mumford's wrist? Oh, dude, such a bummer. So that was Barrex, eh? Yeah, Barrex team. team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Wageman. That's honestly fucking sucks. Because he, he said, was on a good one, dude. Yeah, he was. He said too that the, it was like the bike that went and just after that chat with Dino where Dino was saying like he had a bunch of stuff and they just they're not allowed to say stuff uh, I actually it was quite cool to see Carson say that yeah like yeah the bike exploded because I feel like oh, dude. you should be allowed to say like hey guys I didn't crash because I'm a fucking idiot dude, I crashed because finally, my motor exploded he finally had a base like he's getting faster I'm, and I've talked about Carson a lot like he's finally getting that base but um that looked like a bad one. Yeah, it was bad. Plates. Oh, fuck, dude. That's just another... He'll, and he'll come back. The kid's... He's a hard worker. Um, far out, dude. It's it's heavy. But yeah, the Barrex is Wageman. Um, Larry was that team manager, so I wonder who the team manager is now. Mm. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of... A lot of teams, like like little sub teams, like back east especially, like... There's Dude, not many. we're forgetting like Club MX even. Like they're Bro, a major okay. player now. So Club MX, you have J Mart, J Mart, Filerational talent. Yeah, dude, he's so sick. <laughs> he's the man. Eh? He he is the man. Yeah. Like he is. Yeah, I, yeah, and he's kill, He's ripping. Yeah, like, he is absolutely like. Like I know he has he has good fun with talking about how he's old and he shouldn't be out there, but the dude is ripping. Yeah, like he got fat. He's gotten faster. He needs to be out there. Like Phil oh, Nicoletti personality is. Wise too. He needs to be out there, and he deserves to have a, that ride. And um, but J Mart, I just don't think he's got it in Supercross, man. Yeah, I just don't think he has the technique. He's got. He's he doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah, he over like these guys have all evolved. Like he's over revving like. He's, I think he's just been off the back outdoors. Like he can meathead it through that 18 minutes where they're dying. Yeah. But I just, I, I don't think he's got it. I think he's searching and he hasn't ridden for so long that he, he doesn't know what that feels like even, you know, race, race for so long. Sorry. When, uh, and if he proves me wrong, fuck stoked for him, but I'm just, I'm just looking at data. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I was at the... It was actually the last Supercross race I was physically at was Daytona in like 17 maybe. And uh, and it was when he was riding the 450. The 450. Bro, he was so fucking fast. It was oh. out of control. And then he had, he had one massive crash in first practice <laughs> and then one massive crash in the second practice but like dude i think he was like fastest he was fastest or second fastest or one and two in yeah. the two so just like it's had just, that crazy speed but yeah supercross has just got it it's its own thing i think what's happened now man in, in jet chase tomac i think tomac and Ke- tomac and kenny started this new movement of riding i really truly believe like there's guys that did it guys that didn't do it or or, or dabbled in like your feet up like 
you know, not doing different techniques. Being more technical. Yes. And Tomac kind of started it. I truly feel, and Kenny had it. He was doing it, but no one really caught it because Dunge was still competitive with like that very Cooper Webb, perfect motocross technique of like what we thought was. Yeah. And then you talk about Deegan, very technically like Dunge. He's evolved. Yeah. Like they've changed. He's in that moto. He's standing up way late. Yeah, yeah. Like feet up. He's. He, they study and they, and like all these kids. Like you look at um like Jordan Smith. MTF is forward thinking in their training techniques and whoops and whatnot. But like Levi Kitchen, feet up. Like everyone's evolved. Like everyone's evolved. And J Mart hasn't. Mm. He's just da, 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 sits down in the air. Sits down and lands. Like you you just can't expect to change the result doing the same thing oh yeah, that's definition yeah. of an insanity like yeah. it ga- the game has changed yeah like, like yeah and I think that that's one thing when you when you see the Lawrences like and that, I think it's what's super special about him in a sense is that you've got Darren who isn't like an amazing rider it's not like he come from this motocross pedigree but he can see the sport you know and he's like taking the best parts of everybody and he's like a He's like a Bill Belichick style of mind when it comes to the sport and dissecting yep. the sport. And then you just see it applied to these guys. And yeah, like the, and I mean, for me looking at, like I look at the technique so much and, you know, like I notice certain things where I'm like, it's like almost like a, a concept or a, a, like a, a rule. Like when I was talking to sex, I'm like, your knee line is never in front of your, the front part of your ankle and foot. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, but that's like jujitsu terminology in a sense where it's like, all right, if you want to pass this guard, I need to be this knee line. My knee line needs to be your hip line or an underhook is always on the far side. So there's these little yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and we didn't have that in moto. That wasn't like a moto speak. But now I think you're seeing like, okay, so the fastest guys, they stand on their toes, their hips are back, and then their their knee never goes in front of the front arch of their foot. So there's like these little mechanical things now that you're seeing come into play, and you're right, like some guys just aren't, that's not integrated into their style at all. No, and like, it's weird though, right? So like everything you just talked about, like, Hayden, like the stuff, all those, you're absolutely right. But what's interesting is I love to coach riders and coach kids. I would never coach someone like a novice. That level. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like Lee Hogan and I were talking, and he's like, yeah, he's one of the like prominent coaches in Australia. And Danny Ham, they have a coaching like group, and Danny's just teaching like this new form of technique. And he's like, I get so mad because like that's too far away. Like, we still need to ride like how Cooper Webb and Dunge and like yeah. we ride because like, dude, you stand up, stand up, and like that guy's bike could be set up wrong. Like, it goes hand yeah, in hand yeah. with, and they just wash out. And when you don't have your foot out, your foot's your safety. That's just your head. Yeah, yeah. So, like, all of you guys watching this pod, like, we're listening. If you want to ride like these dudes, make sure you take steps before you learn. Cause like what they're doing is like you said, the Belichick is like top level Tom Brady. Like yeah. they, they're running plays that the high school kids don't run plays like because their bodies, their the, everything's not developed for it. But which is also makes me such a bigger fan. Yeah. When yeah. I watch these guys, I'm like, I never did shit like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I, they're coming like we'd seat bounce, seat bounce again. These guys will stand up, stand up. Like, Everything that the chassis has gotten better, the training's better, like the, the level, trust in the bike, like, yeah. everything's just better. And these guys have to evolve like that, or they're just like J Mart, like 
like they're just beating square square peg round hole hope hopefully we watched dunge dude new style dunge was legit this year yeah yeah same style though yeah it didn't look any different eh? in a good way yeah yeah. but the new style reigned yeah yeah like the new process like the way like you one track i was pretty like wow it's not working like i think it was paula or he's like sitting down like oh yeah and like dude you watch like all this light on the bike it's a different way um it's just changed like Man, even just the way that i used to ride like well when i'm when i'm riding all right like when i'm actually yeah, yeah. consistently riding I, but like being on my toes and like standing up longer and like just even even like the little things that i do now different that i never used to do like if i rode down a straightaway with like my toes out and like standing in the middle of my pegs like bolt like the center of my foot i'd feel fucking kooky and weird <laughs> you, and yeah, you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. it's like it's crazy to think that like the how far even like my own writings come you know it's weird though now like because i like studying yourself there's like this little double double at the track i was riding yesterday i was on the 125 and i'm like i just want to go double stand up stay standing up and just jump it i'm like oh that's a lot of work <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. like 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 i know what i want to do because like seat bounce seat bounce slow yeah. but like getting up like hopefully the bike doesn't bog because it's a 125 and I'm like Chase Sexton and Jet they just go stand up stand up like lift their legs so it's like old dog new tricks but like it's cool to see the evolution oh like, yeah and like that level of play that you have to play at at that level like you are saying Swole he's kind of J-Mart style yeah. like he has a di- well that chase said it on the podcast he was like dude none of these amateur kids have good technique like chase sexton's technique <laughs> is in so his dad's the same as like same as Dazzy. Dazzy. Yeah. yeah he's just like he studied it and studied it in repetition and repetition and my kid is no like amateur phenom but like yesterday we went riding in the morning because he's on school holidays i'm like dude just work on volume stay out there longer and elbows up balls of your feet knees tight what yeah. are you doing? Okay, dad, balls my feet, elbows up. Because he has this weird thing he does with his elbows when he jumps, like sucks them in. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I don't care how fast you go. Get the technique right. Yeah. Like, yeah, because then the speed comes. Speed. If he wants to go fast, like, yeah. he'll, he'll learn maybe one day to really hold it wide open. But yeah, this new generation's legit all the way across the board. Like, even privateers that we're not talking about, like in Supi, have like really, oh, yeah. like, there's so many epic guys. But um, yeah, dude, so Jet takes that you're obviously i'm bet, bet, yeah. bet, first round him first round will barsha win the first round mm, don't know we didn't see so i think barsha's techniques like one of those things as well the techniques change over it's not working no more yeah 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 like yeah. it shows he can be up the front 450 chassis though doesn't work when you like, rev it that hard no. like it's too bound up like yep. even when I did the coaching with Townley, there was like a rut and I was in this stand. It was a straight line rut standing up like mud, just a long mud rut. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like revving my bike in third gear. Cause it was, that's what, if I was riding no rut, then I'd be holding it on third gear and then third gear through the next turn. Right. Yep. Townley's like, bro, your bike just isn't working. And I was Upshift. like, I was like, Oh, I'm just not good in these ruts. And he's like, he's like, okay, upshift to fourth before you get into it let the pressure go of your hands and use your feet to steer the bike through the rut. That's the most like, what the fuck? <laughs> but then you see it in the footage, man. I'm just like, and it yeah, you're not steering. No, you, yeah, you, you're not. And, but the, the way that the bike and the, it's like this 
fucking wound up like gyro effect and then any time you're like hitting any Dude, bit of the rut it's just like bouncing like so the there's so much inertia it's like thirteen thousand rpm that you've got going in this fucking metal box yep. that's like banging on this right side to side so imagine imagine holding it in your hands as it's revving it you know let's say ten thousand rpm and you're just holding this thing and then someone's nudging you while you hold like that's what your frame is Dude, like your frame is holding an engine that's fucking oh, shaking like it's crazy so gnarly. Yeah, so it's, it's like you take it and now let's go instead of 10,000 rpm let's go 4,000 rpm way more easier to so manage it's so hard you know? to like you you know people will see the 350 test I'm revving the shit out of your 350 because <laughs> it's like well you can fun. get away with it that's but, why 350 is better because you can kind of get away with but, it but like it's harder to be conscious because it takes takes um, technique. It takes practice to learn to ride like Kenny, yeah, yeah. Everts, Townleys, like to be in that range of RPM. The the Chase Sexton's, the Lawrence's, where you're not where Barsha's his go to is like how many teams have got him on their team and like or technique. Oh, let's try just short shifting. Yeah, it yeah. lasts two laps and blah blah because blah, that's just what he rides. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's effective, but I think. In 2023, only to a point. Yeah. I think in 2023 we're gonna see, yeah, the year of like technique. Like it's happened in 22, but you're gonna see this year. Like there's so much. Well, you look at Formula One for example, right? They are locked in. There's no one's fucking what? No. What? No. Like there's you're not sending a Formula no. One car. You know, there, there's like it's all finesse. Yeah. Like you're on the edge, like of being yep. just perfect, perfect braking markers perfect acceleration yep. like you're not lighting up the rear tire so like where I, th- I feel like supercross especially is like moving more towards that where you've just got yeah. you've got to have so much respect for the throttle you've got to have so much respect for the the like the balance of the bike because the the tracks are just so dynamic now yeah. as well you know i i as you said that i was thinking of something i saw i think a video of reedy and or Stu on a 250 or two stroke days like, remember when technique their technique went that far ahead of everyone's? Now that's happened in the 450 class. Yeah. Like, like now because they were riding those 252 strokes, 125s, the absolute fastest they could go. I, I would say that. Like, yeah, yeah. These guys now could they like Chad Reed could have won straight rhythm in his prime against the. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. maximized the technique out of those two strokes in in my opinion. Yeah. Like standing up late in turns, the tracks were a lot more crude. Then they adapted like that same technique into 450s, and now in 23, you're having this new technique come that they like that separates, yeah, right. And like the Tim Ferries and the the other guys of that era, you know, the Jeff Emmigs. Jeff Emmig didn't ev- ever grab that next, next technique yeah. that James Stewart. Well, look at the technique advantage that McGrath had over everyone. Yeah, Seven and then it went to the, the James. Then James took yeah. that yeah. to that, and then now Chase. And the Lawrences and Eli and Kin, like, yeah. I think as a whole, yeah, because yeah. I think Jet learned, you know, Dazzy and Jet and Hunter all learned from Eli 100%. and Kenny. So like, then they've taken it and it's been highlighted. It's been highlighted by Carmichael saying this kid's technique, and so now parents are like seeing. It. And then Deegan's like, that's the new thing. Hayden, pivot. Yeah, we ride like that. Well, and you you see like uh, there's so many parallels that you can pull with just sport in general, right? Like, yeah. so MMA is a perfect example. Like, if you if you're a champion, um, maybe like heavyweight, 
light heavyweight a little bit different because yep. it's just yep. like they've literally got a yep. fucking dynamite in their fit. So like they're playing a game of like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. touch my dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm not going to touch your yeah, dynamite. Yeah, yeah. But you look through, every, have you got time for your league? Yeah, yeah. Like 15 probably? Yeah, cool. Um, you, if you look at any champion from 135 to 180, yep. you have to have perfect technique. So when someone gets you up against the fence, there is a technique for every single scenario oh, that you are faced in, even to getting your hands onto the ground so that you're technically a grounded opponent. You need to do everything to stop the person from connecting their hands. You need to stop their hips getting below your hips. So it's like there's technically you have to be crazy sound. Then you go to the feet and then it's like, okay, you need to know all of the technicalities of like striking with this person. There's all these submission escapes. Oh, that's crazy, right? So that's now. You go back 10 years... It was just rock'em, sock'em robots. Yeah. And just fucking who was just this crazy, gnarly fighter guy. And almost Moto is like that in a sense where it's just like, dad, who can be that dude for the longest period of time? But then it's like every sport, the more money, the more time. Yep. The, and the younger that... So like the UFC champions of today would have been watching the UFC champions Yeah, because of... Content man, so now you know you're just getting like this data, and then it's like this tree of data goes up and out, uh, while it's developing. Like, I, you know, I, you look at I think there's two sports that when you talk about technique and like evolution, and they're very different swimming. How yeah. are swimmers getting faster, man? Like people have been swimming so they don't since yeah. the, since, yeah. so they don't die since the Titanic, right? Yeah, yeah, people have been swimming as long as there's been water, <laughs> right. But people are getting faster because yeah. of technique. Straight yeah. up technique. Yeah. And it's just more data. Yep. Yeah, BMX. Holy crap. Yeah. BMX is turning what snowboarding and skiing is where I don't know if the guys are going to switch off access because it's so much gymnastics yeah, yeah. within the sport. Like yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I like, see what you're saying. Like, it's, like I watch snowboarding and it, I, 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 I blows my mind what they're doing but I don't know what they're doing because they're spinning and flipping and grabbing it's not just some switch method you're so (laughs) fucking right like BMX is there yeah where I'm like I don't even know what's happening because there's so much off access and so much shit we're like skateboarding again technique yeah that's a technique driven sport we're getting way off topic but like technique is like Skate is the only sport like moto. Dude, take any Tom, Dick, and Larry. There's a freaking a, a ski ramp. Put it in third. They can jump. They can yeah. come off the ground. They can land. Yeah. A skateboard, bro. I ain't doing it. We ain't all laying off a curb. We're yeah, gonna fall yeah. off the curb and yeah. break our wrists yeah. and be done. Yeah. Like surfing the same way. You have to know the ocean and technique. And it's so rad where we are in sport. Like it's defined by the 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 smallest best pieces right it's not yeah. you can't just there's not many sports now you can just be a meathead and yeah. just yeah. just ram it through you know but moto as a sport like I think like one thing going back to like our core competency and that is moto for me is like the motorcycle has really it's not going to improve that much it's a matter of improving your motorcycle for you yeah yeah like and Kenny's the prime example of that right yeah is this motorcycle going to be for him or not for him. Yeah. Like Honda's been known for making the bike w- worse than it gets better than worse than it. To, to, what if we just went back to the 2005 Honda 450? That was dope. <laughs> like, could that like, yeah. So 
ah, man, it's just cool. Like, like I look at these star guys that's up on the screen, and I'm like, Levi Kitchen, dynamic, Jason Anderson style. You got Thrasher, which is like a, a thoroughbred of like technique, trained, 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 trained. You have Jordan Smith, one of the last of like, yeah, that, yeah. Like, he's kind of like an older era kind of. He's almost, an older era, yeah. dude. He's, I think he's in, he's 30 now. If you probably. ride for Geico, you old. <laughs> <You're>, yeah. <laughs> like uh. these guys don't know what Geico is. Um, yeah, it's pretty incredible where we're at with the sport. No, I agree. So a couple of house call things yeah, before, yeah. before you get out of here. Yeah. You're coming to World Vets next year? You All dogged right. me on fucking Manji a couple of years ago. I did. I'm going to World Vets next year 110%. Yes, are you? You're, so, doing, you're doing. That's what I was gonna call you out because I'm like this Dubai, this world travel. But dude, if you're not training, you said you're gonna get in the program. So, all right, here's my plan. Right, so uh, I've got media credentials for Supercross this year and motocross no for way. this year. Yeah, congratulations, so, man. Yeah, so I um, I'm working on a visa. So like, hopefully, I'll be able to get back to the US. But yep. I kind of needed some things to like fall in line yeah, for yeah. me. Uh, but yeah, so I'm like balls deep. I'm trying to get back there. No no uh, guarantees that the US government will actually be like, no, all right, we'll let him back in. Fine. But yeah, I'm like fully balls deep in that project. I'm spending a bunch of money trying to make it happen. And uh, so my plan will be to race world vets in 2023. I don't know what, but probably a stock, if I'm fair. That's cool, I'll man. probably do it on a stock. That's uh, dope. And so, Maddie's coming. Azza's coming. My mate Sawley's coming. Franco is coming. So, like, I'm taking... We're, we're going to get fucking jerseys made. So, we're going to get team shit printed. I had FOMO so this year. This well, is the year of the Aussies going over. I, I Danny Ham went over and race. Oh, sick. And he did okay in the 40 class. I was talking to him about it and... Um, I'll be 35, so I can do 35 class. That's so rad. I, 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 I told myself that like I what I did when I won World Vets was I raced all the time, and I'm not going over there to win or whatever. But I don't want to go over there and just ride around. Like I just want to go over there and ride good. So I'll lean on Swap Moto, like get a bike. Like I don't kind of don't care. I probably would rather use like Yamaha Cowie or a KTM group. Hopefully I can get a a gas gas or a KTM but I'm gonna do sunny states all sunny states Sick. yeah like I'm yeah. gonna do all the Queensland titles yeah. I'm gonna do Manji this year dope yep I'm, I'm you gonna, have to I have to race to get in, in that mode shape, like yeah. Glen Helen is an animal of a track yeah um and uh yeah my my mom's health isn't that good so I wanna make sure I get over there yeah um and it's been a long time since I've been in the States. So, like, hopefully I'll get over there for some Supercrosses. Um, we're doing a lot of cool stuff at MX Store. So, yeah, just, yeah, the year I'm stamping, I'm racing. Yeah. Like, I'm racing it. This year I, I, I talked about doing it early, but I just, baby was due. Like, there's life got completely in its way. But I had FOMO, man. Um, uh, it looked good this year. It looked look really good. good. They had a good product. Like, see, it never bothered me what they had because, like, I'm from there. Yeah. Like, and, like, I really respect Lori and Tom White and, I'm sorry, Tom White who put it on. His legacy of the W crew putting it together, J, uh, John Anderson and Kristen, who now have taken Tom's, Tom White was the one that put that on, and that's uh, Kristen's father. And uh, what they've done to honor his legacy with World Vets is incredible. I think it's going to be even bigger next year. Oh, for sure. Um. 
So yeah, I'm I'm looking over and I'm gonna fly an Aussie flag. Sick. Because I want to fucking kick Kiefer's ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And I last time I raced there, I beat Brownie. Um and. I know what it takes to beat Brownie, and that's a fucking lot of racing yeah. and a lot of riding. And I'm not saying I can beat Brownie again, but I've beaten him once, and I I know Glenn Helen like the back of my hand, and I'm not scared to work out and get Dude, fit. If and, you're there when I'm there, like if I so the plan will be to get there for Supercross to do. Dude, how fucking arrogant do I sound? I want to kick Kiefer's ass and nah, fucking beat Brownie. No, but like, let's but talk, like, hey, talk that shit, baby. You got the microphone. But, but no, like legit, like Brownie is just a fucking legend. But Kiefer. Um, Dude, like, he, he, he's not just the only old guy that can go fast and test. Yeah. Like, just because I'm over here. Let's go, boys. But, no, um, I want to go over there, and there's, like, the FXR crew, and the Fast House crew puts a big lot. I mean, it's just a fucking, it's a big event. We're all the way yeah, over here in a small little fucking population in Australia that fucking wants to get over there. So that's that's how good of a job that, that Kristen and John Anderson at W have done, and... I need to get over there and and, uh, and fly the Aussie flag because yeah. we'll have a, we'll do the destinations team. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, no, but, but I have to prep. I have to prep. I have to race. Well, yeah, that's the that's kind of the motivation for me. Like the last the last couple of years, I just like I I was competing so much in jujitsu for like the first few years, and I was it was such like a it was a good goal to kind yeah, yeah, of have. I've, but I've been stalled on the same belt for ages, and like I've I've already won. So I'm like, I just don't kind of have that same yeah, drive. Yeah, like yeah. If I got a new belt, like maybe I'd have a new um, drive for like yep. that challenge. But I don't know, maybe it's a moto race. I've got to get in real good shape. Like, So I think being in Dubai, like for the first bit of next year before. So hopefully it'll be like all, all winter in Dubai, then go to the last bit of the Supercross season, yes. maybe a little bit of the outdoor stuff over there, do a bunch of shows, do a bunch of whatever. But that little block in Dubai where I like have just, just not much down. going on, just fucking sand tire on a 450 and just burn gas Dude, and the diesel, so baby. Uh, and you can literally just pull off the fucking road, pull your bike off and ride. <gasps> and they, they even reckon that like if you're close to the sand tracks, like in the desert, that you can just ride your bike there. The cops don't care. Well, that's rad. And, yeah. and dude, I am the Australian vet champ, national champion now. Oh, so true. I better. Yeah, you got to go there. You got to go be that. Dude, I didn't even know it was one. Did you know? That? I didn't even know that. I cool on the head the Oz vet, and I went. I thought it was like a feature race. Like, yeah, let, yeah. let's laugh at some old dudes riding around. So if Coolum is legit, um, one thing I think I do have an advantage over like even Californians that are racing world vets and like the forty classes. Our tracks are tougher here. You think? Oh yeah, like Coolum. If I can do a thirty-minute moto, cool. Yeah, bro. and like Toowoomba, the ruts. Isn't it, Griff? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm all in. When's dude. that? It's in nine weeks. Yeah, Feb nine. Yeah, it like it's in eighty-six <laughs> days. <laughs> I'm fucking in. I'm, I'm racing. All, 125 Cup MX Tour 125 Cup will be at Sunny States this year. Okay, sick. Every round on Saturday, so that's pretty cool. Um, Battle in the Bush won Queensland event of the year. That was cool. That makes sense though. That <laughs> was fucking good. So, MX Store is doing cool shit. That um, was like that was a religious day. Like the the, <laughs> the event was sick. Yeah. The weather was amazing. Yeah. Like the track was insane. Like that yes. was just a ridiculous yeah. day. So, World Vets, man, 
shake on it. Yeah, oh, we're, we're in. As long as I can be in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I'm, like I'm gonna, that aside, I'm definitely racing. So I'm, I'm gonna. Give but I'm you excited the, to have a goal, and I'm excited too, to man. train, and I'm yeah. I'm That's gonna, me. I have to have been in the gym, dude. I I've been getting fat as hell. So <laughs> I've been I've been training more. Like I just need to fix my diet but I've had some life stuff with new baby yeah, yeah I, my busy. mom came over had a stroke on the way over yeah, on the plane I can't believe that dude so now I'm my parents are back home in the states grounded I, I'm getting back in a routine you know good time of year for the holidays to get on a, get on a, a meal program right yeah 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 yeah. I know <laughs> so, let's just wait like another week and a <laughs> no, half no I've been good I rode 50k this morning on my bike and I'm on the program rode, ran 5k the day before I'm sore as hell yeah the moto this weekend two days at MX Farm so it's looking the trajectory for my nine week goal of racing Queensland I'm looking good dude I've never like I was talking to Maddie about this Maddie's gonna do it as well and like he'll just fucking rip because he rides so good like it's insane if he trains and gets fit as well like he'll be fucking good but I was saying to him there's never been one motocross race that I've ever gone to in my entire life where I'm like I'm ready (laughs) <laughs> oh, I honestly Never. can say, I honestly can say um, and, and this is not because we're talking about this race but when I was racing professional like in the pro class professionally yeah. as you know I wasn't ever like that ready because I was testing and I thought I was ready the process sounded right but I yeah. world vets when I beat Coppins I was legit ready yeah you were ready I was how gay is that I was fucking ready to win a 30 pro <laughs> yeah. and he was not ready yeah, yeah that's the only reason why I beat that legend but I raced for eight weeks straight yeah. at REM. I trained my buddy Mike Dior and I actually did what I would tell someone to do. To do yeah, yeah. I was and super selfish. I want that. Yeah, like, and that's I what, would love to have that experience of like going to a, I've raced bikes since I was a fucking kid. Yep. And I've never once had that experience where like I'm ready. And I know with jujitsu, like I literally would go to competitions and be like, if someone can beat me <laughs> Like, good on you. Yeah. Like, I feel... I'm, like... I'm happy for you if you could beat me. Because, like, I'm, I'm ready. fucking ripping at this right yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. good luck to everybody yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. Like, and if... I've never even felt like that one time <laughs> on a moto. So, I... And I didn't even know that existed <laughs> until I did just But that's interesting you say that. Like, like that's... Yeah. And it wasn't even, like... It wasn't even arrogance or ego. I was literally, like, man, honestly, like, I've done the... I've done the numbers here. Like they're just if you if you can fucking beat me with how hard I've trained and with all these other matches that I've won, like then you fully deserve to win. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good feeling, right? Like when I race mountain bikes now, like enduro and masters class, like same thing. I, I come ready to to win. In XC I come ready to not die. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm like, I just want to squeeze everything out. Like yeah. like I prepared this much. I just want to get all of what I prepared out and I'm stoked. Like XC is just just a mental suffer fest for me and that's where like moto is like moto i'm not getting better dude i'm like you <laughs> yeah. know like I'm, I'm going the wrong way but i want to go i put this much in i want to get this much out yeah yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. like no i completely agree like if i just put if i only put that much in and i get all that out that's epic and that's what i look at my kids like with mm. all they do is like I, I had a parent ask me how come like man i seen you like in awe i was like how come you're not hard on your kid? You've done so much. I'm like, well, first and foremost, like not that much on a, on stats. I've been around the industry as such, but like, why aren't you super hard on Mason? Like, like not yet. All these parents yelling. And I'm like, I don't put that much time in. Yeah, yeah. What I put into him from like volume, taking him to the track, like bikes I provide him. 
he gives me a little more. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like sick, but he's not going, give me more, give me more. We're like, no, with soccer, he's like, I want more, I want more, I want more. And we feed it and he gives it back out. So you keep feeding it. Where Mason feeding it right now isn't going to give me more. Yeah. He's yeah. just a frother. Yeah. He loves, and that's like that's, not that's a bad sick. dude to be. No. Yeah, that's like, kind of the guy you want to be. That's the kind of guy you want to be. Like, uh, epic little rider, but a frother. And he's not like, I, 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 man, I didn't win. He's like, Dad, that was rad. You know, like, that's cool. But, like, to your point, me and you, we want to come off the track like, Chase, that was rad. Yeah. Not like, fuck, I didn't win. I just don't want to be, like, I went to Manji this year because I didn't want to let the people of WA down. Yeah, I did. You know, that's like literally the reason why I did yeah. that. Like I spent spent my money, flew over there. No, I'm gonna I go didn't, there. I didn't it's a want to. Yeah, like I I was like I already did it last year. I felt like not. I felt more prepared last year. I was on my own bike. Like I've, it was yeah. more of like it was a way better experience last year. This year I was just like, well, I said I go back, so I'll, I'll go back. But I was sitting on the start line, being like, why am oh, I here? Fuck, should I? I'm not. I shouldn't even be here doing this. That's like, kind of. It was the sixth time I'd rode yeah, a bike. No nah, man. In like, the year. Like I, I, I'm racing world. That says that I am. I have to ride two to three times a week. Yeah. And I have to eat right. I have to have my right suspension. I have to have the right bike. Like I have to, or I'm not gonna have fun. Yeah. Like that's just where we're at. Like yeah. that's a big race. It's a big track. It's a lot can happen. So, I look forward to it, man. We got, we got, we got, we uh, got just over just under a year. Yeah, yeah, about, be, about ten ready. months. Um, and yeah, so thanks for doing this as well. No I worries, bro. Thanks Take, for having me on as always. I uh, it's been a month month off for me. Maybe even more since I've actually did a show. It's like it's weird. I don't know whether people would think this or know this, but after a while. You're just like, fuck, can I even do a podcast again? So, you know? so I, I moved J.O. today <laughs> because I was feeling kind of crook and I was like, you know what? I just need me boy. <laughs> no, I, need thanks, to do, I need to do one with me thanks, boy. Man. I know I know we can sit here and bust <laughs> one of these out. That's sick. I always love being on here. And uh, I want to say, like, it's cool to hear people when I go places, like, associate me with the podcast. Yeah. We kind of winked at each other at Melbourne, gnarly. Like, oh, fuck. like the people that, so anyone that, you know, that says they like what I'm doing on here, it's because of this dude across from me giving us a platform to bench race and talk shit and, and in different, you know, grow the pie that we love. So yeah, man, you've done, a, you've built a pretty special thing. And anytime I can come on here, I'm, I'm more than blessed to do it. No, no, it goes both ways. <laughs> like I can't do it by myself, you know, so I need, need good, yeah. good, good people. But yeah, it's cool. Like I'd, I'd love to see in, like it's not it's not like the following people get out of the podcast but it's more like the way people follow you because of the podcast if that makes sense yeah because so it's people, like you've already got your own following and you're doing your own thing but then you come on here and then it gives people who already follow you like a different way to follow you because they hear so much more and they get yeah, such like a different look at what you're doing I and I did nev- that was never my intention. It was no, no, no one. Like, no no talk- one knows how we're it's just talking happen. with some mics on, some rag guys filming us, and you're gonna chop us up in a couple of days and put it up. Mine, that's just what I'm in here doing, right? Then the the thing is that I'm very transparent, I'm very honest, and people are telling me this. I'm like, yes, you're getting it. Like, cause I'm this is just me. Like, yeah, I come yeah, on here yeah. talking to my yeah. friend about shit I like to talk about, and I'm. I'll tell this to anyone because you're a big podcast and <laughs> yeah. people are going to listen to. Um, and I get a lot of people telling me how they're stoked that like my dad and what I'm do, going through as a journey as a, journey as a dad yeah, yeah. And, and 
and my transparency because dude i i don't care like it's what it is like yeah. I, I want people to know that I don't think I was that fast. I just was able to be a hang on to this industry dream yeah. for a long time. And now as a vet rider, I rode for so long that I can share experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I still love it. Yeah. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> 2023 world vet champ, Mike Slater. 40 plus. <laughs> 40 plus. Let's go. <laughs> uh, thank you. No, we're good, bro. I'm just gonna. I gotta actually prep for MX Farm. Oh yes. Yeah,